Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I want to bring some attention to the sound quality you will experience. We are currently using the NVIDIA RTX Voice Driver, a plugin that leverages the GPU and its AI to remove background noise from broadcast and recording. This technology is still in beta, meaning that there is some kinks that still need to be worked out, such as peaking issues and imperfect suppression. We're learning the best way to use this technology as we go, so please forgive us if the sound quality isn't what you typically expect from us. Uh, Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Anyway, we got more shit with Billy Mitchell. We got an update on the bullshit that is the Billy on the Mitchell ballad stuff. of Shitty Mitchell. <laughs> That's what it is. Apollo Legend had a couple. Well, first, it was just one video that came out. Uh, it was him informing everyone uh, that the video is titled "Angry Cheater Sues Me for a Million Dollars." The long story sh- uh, short of this is apparently Billy Mitchell. Might have saw the video or saw some stuff that Apollo was doing, and now uh, or or was suing him for a million dollars for defamation. I was gonna say it was like in like within a year, like yeah. Unless he's been sitting on this, unless he's been working on this for the last year, and is trying to make a defamation lawsuit out of this. He's got a lot of people in there. I believe I can't remember the other guy's name, but uh, he's got twin galaxies. Twin Galaxies in there. There's another guy named specifically. I can't remember what his name was, but I don't know. Sorry, I've seen that video. There's that video of him, like the guy putting a thumbs up, but I guess the thumbs is in front of Billy, so he slaps it out of his out of the way. I was just like, dude, fuck you, man. Like, <laughs> Billy Mitchell is still a piece of shit. For any- oh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, it's uh William J. Mitchell, which is Billy Mitchell versus Jeff Harris, uh, versus Benjamin Q. Smith, and versus Twin Galaxies. Yeah. So one of them is Apollo Legend. The first part of this, because this happened all within a week that we found Mm -hmm. out information. uh, Apollo Legend gives us the info of why he's suing everyone. Overall, it's a $14 million, uh, not settlement, but a uh, lawsuit. lawsuit. And it's just Billy saying like, oh, it's the same shit. It's the same record on a different fucking media platform. That's all it is. Because Billy cannot handle holding an l he cannot he is the definition of a person he you go to a fighting game tournament you're in the loser's bracket the guy loses gets knocked out and billy's just like oh 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 you know if this would have happened or all this other shit it's billy is ridiculous he's stupid i almost don't even like talking about him on the podcast because we give him a platform but we have to do an update because we haven't talked about billy since what i would say a few months right it's been at least six months, maybe even closer to like when the podcast was first up. We first started. We doing talked that. about Apollo a lot in the beginning. And yeah, because I bit. mean, Apollo is very much in like I would put him almost on the same level as Summoning Salt when it comes to reporting varying yeah. degrees of news within the speedrunning community. Apollo is a little bit more on the 
the critical side, especially when it came to like too many games and certain speedrunners that have been cheating. Um, but lately, uh, the entire thing with Billy Mitchell started with um, the other guy. I forget his name. He was uh, Dwayne Richard. Thank you. Um, having to do with fucking um, Twin Galaxies and that individual having all of his records pulled from the the database and then now this huge thing blowing up with billy mitchell about him using loaded boards using mame uh and that that's really what it just comes down to like just own up to it we saw you do it you could probably i'm not i'm not trying to say that billy mitchell's not good at his craft not good at what he does Mm -hmm. but i'm just saying why use a mame board we all know that you used a mame board why use a main board and why don't you just go get the actual fucking shit? You got the money. What is this about? <laughs> like, seriously, like, this is the strangest cross to die on. It's absolutely fascinating. What's, what's stupid is why not just go back? If people are like, and I get it, like, your scores were, like, for a long time. Because I remember when the, I mean, I've said it before. I remember when the King of Kong uh, documentary came out that was pretty cool to see that and all that just if you are the big dick g go back and play it yeah start honing your craft again and show all the haters like i can do it it's because billy can't do it because he never did it i i just i don't understand the concept of like here's a video game high high skill cap You know, very difficult to be the best. And you turn around, it's like, let me grab this knockoff and be the best at that. And the virtual difference between the two, I could be wrong, but the relative difference between the two is so slim that you had to have experts come in and say, hey, here's like the frame difference. Here's why it's fucking shit. And then you throw the, the meme up there, which... Is always going to be questionable, but to the to the untrained eye, uh, nobody knows the fucking difference. Like I don't know if there's different point values coming from the main version or if they've got you know different coding in there. If it's like slightly easier, I have no fucking clue. But like he, he keeps saying in his he was at the Southern Fried uh, Gaming Expo, which I don't know where the fuck that that gaming expo is. Sounds like it's but, over near your house. It might be somewhere. It sounds like it's in Alabama. Even that's like farther out than even where I'm at. People were like, "Ugh, all right." But so he's there, and he's. I mean, he's he's saying how Dwayne Richard edit the video, the video of him. You know, the video in question. Mm-hmm. And when you watch the video, there's no edits, unless this guy is like an amazing fucking editor. To where it is absolutely se- seamless on, what, uh, video footage of, what, almost 30 years old, maybe 20 years old or something like that. Like, there is no edit in it. And he keeps co- talking about the edit, the edit, the edit. And by the way, he went up on that panel and his legal team told him not to and he did it anyway. So that's, first of all, where Billy Mitchell's brain is at. His head is so fucking big that he has to, like, not do what his legal team tells him not to do. He got, this is the man that got mad at regular show making fun of him. Big fucking deal, <laughs> dude. Like, Billy Mitchell's a garbage person, and he's gonna rot in hell for the dumbass shit he's done. Why are you in hell? It's like, I lied about a video game. And Hitler's like, oh, oh, okay. 
I killed, killed six million Jews. What did you he do? He doesn't get to sit next to me. This is a bad joke. No. He doesn't get to sit next to me. <laughs> no. That's all it takes nowadays. Anyway, so that was the initial video. If you want to go see it, it's called Angry Cheater Sues Me for a Million Dollars by Apollo Legend. He did a follow-up uh, later in the week uh, because in, in that video, he was talking about how they had to act quickly. And in the state of Florida, I think it, I can't remember what it was. It was a certain amount of years, and they were one month away from hitting the year where nothing could be done about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they he did a GoFundMe, and he needed, like, what, 10 grand? And yes. in the time of that video coming out to where, I mean, maybe a day, maybe a day and a half later, he was up to, like, 30 grand. Yeah. Like, he got it. People hate Billy Mitchell if you don't know what the fuck's going on right now. And, uh... But a couple days later, so that first video was posted on May 10th. Uh, the second video came out on May 13th. And uh, he talks about how he, the lawsuit, so the initial lawyer that said he had a case that was wanting the $10,000 to proceed with it, well, he started getting, or he started talking to, I believe, the, I can't remember his name, but it was the uh, lawyer that was working with Twin Galaxies and their lawsuits with Billy Mitchell and all that stuff as well. And he said, you guys don't have a super concrete case right now. Mm-hmm. So long story short, the next video was called Billy Mitchell won't be sued for now. And uh, all the money that they that Apollo raised, he's refunding it back to everybody that did that gave it on the GoFundMe. So which is unfortunate. It is. I would have loved to see Billy Mitchell actually get sued, but you don't want to go into a case and then shoot yourself in the foot either. So mm-hmm. Billy Mitchell sucks, man. Like, he's so shitty. He's the essence of the American dream, though. (laughs) Like, seeing how America is right now and, like, how, like... I was talking to my wife yesterday about it. I'm like, we have... And I'm not going to get super political. I'm just going to hit it, and then I'm going to bounce right out of it. We have many, many accounts of proof condemning a lot of people that are higher up. And it's public, and nothing's being done about it. So that's the America we live in. Like you can have 100% proof that you are guilty on the table and you can still walk around like nothing happened. So it's, it's the legal game. It's the, you know, for every law and rule out there, there is a loophole and nine times out of 10, it is beneficial to the, the wealthy, you know, everyone says wrestling's fake. And while I I more believe that wrestling is a show. It's a mm-hmm. bunch of actors, like beefed up actors and all that. I see yeah. the political department as that as well. A lot of like if if you if you could talk to a crowd and win over a crowd, that's what it is more than having actual photographic like or not photographic, but just actual proof of anything. Just winning over a crowd. When I was involved in the circuit, um our trainers would tell us that wrestling is 70% crowd interaction and mm-hmm. 30% ringside. You are selling the drama. It's 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 a it's a you, drama for men, rednecks. It's the so- fucking it's everyone the soap likes o- it. It's the soap opera with physical like some physical shit. Yeah, it's That's what it is. In wrestling like if you don't know, uh there's a video out there by Max Landis which I know Max I've talked about it before but Max Landis yep. is He's in some hot water right now, but that wrestling isn't wrestling video. I watched it over the because I think I talked about it last week with Scotty. That video is still really good. 
So when wrestling is good, wrestling is fucking awesome. There is a lot of bad wrestling out there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I implore everyone uh, that is listening to actually go and watch the videos and get yourself uh, uh, your own opinion about it. Watch the videos. Go back even farther into Apollo's videos, like the ones that we were talking about from six months ago, mm-hmm. and watch those videos. Because Apollo just tells the facts, man. I, I, w- I would start off with King of Khan, uh, yeah. C-O-N, and just go from there. It, it's There's a lot of information out there. And then there are two additional videos that were done. The, the editing quality is not on the same scale. They're significantly older. Um, but still, the information that's on there is pretty important. One of them is about the the Pac-Man controversy, where mm-hmm. Billy was facing off against these two Canadian players, and that that one kid was just leaps and bounds better than almost nearly everyone else that was there. But because Billy Mitchell was marketable, that's why he got oh, the yeah. spotlight. It, it's it's crazy. It's crazy interesting. So definitely go check those out. I'll see it's if I a can hole, find them and put them, put them in the description. It's a hole, but everyone is in quarantine right now, or supposed to be. You have so nothing you better to do. You have nothing better to do. I mean, you're listening to this podcast, first of all. <laughs> so, yeah. Come but that's all we got us. on Billy. No, don't be mad at us. Be mad at Billy Mitchell. I said be mad with us. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's all I got. That's as much time as I want to give Billy. That's fine. 15 minutes is more than enough. Uh, Let's talk weeks. Let's talk about the shitty fucking port that I had to play for Mega Visions. I released a review. of. Okay, so before I get into it, the game that I played, the PC version of that game is actually really fucking good. I reviewed Ion Fury for the Switch. That game, that port made me buy the PC version because I was so fucking frustrated with this goddamn okay. game that I'm just like, there's no way. Because I, I did my homework before getting into it, okay? When Chris said, told me, hey, I need somebody to review this. Do you want this? I said, yes. So I took Ion Fury and I looked it up online. It's got like... Metacritic score is like 70, like high 70s, but everyone else that I that I trust, like me personally, who I go to for reviews and news and shit like that, they love the game. It is a love letter to Duke Nukem 3D and Doom and Wolfenstein 3D and Quake, and I'm all about that shit because I love the old school shooters. Power Slave was like one of my favorite fucking old school first person shooters you only remember about Power Slave because someone was talking about it in the Mega Vicious Discord. <laughs> no, I own that game. Like, I have it for for PlayStation. I just I'm not you, saying you don't, but you wouldn't have brought it up if someone wouldn't have said anything in the Mega Vicious. Definitely not. I I love Power Slave. <laughs> Power Slave is my fa- like more so than all the other games I just named. Power Slave is my favorite. Um, okay. but Ion Fury, um. For the Switch is just so just a bad underpowered. Port. It's it yeah, it's a really bad port. It's it's there's glitches that will purposely fuck with you. The one thing I hate more than anything else, and I can I can list off a small laundry list 
of the problems, but if I'm in a huge firefight, if I got like nine, ten guys shooting at me, like I'm coming out of into this open area, you got like the tank people, you got these floating drones and shit like that, they're all firing at you, and I'm trying to shoot back at them. Don't turn me around. Just randomly turn me around. Don't make me face the other way when I'm trying to fight them, and then I just die. Like, don't do that shit. That shit's fucking annoying. Uh, when I'm trying to traverse through the city and you got like these ladders and you're stacking ladders because it's supposed to be a tall like wall that I'm climbing, right. don't kick me off halfway up. There would be times where I spent a good two, three minutes while I'm taking fire from flying enemies that I can't see because they're constantly bobbing and weaving up and down going up a ladder and just being forced off because what I think is that the code of the game thinks once I reach that first like that first top because it's like two ladders stacked on top of each other right. to make it look like it's longer. Once I reach that first like top of the ladder, it throws you off. Like it's trying to make you stand up, but because there's no platform to stand up on, you just fall. And then you take falling damage. Like it's stupid. Ah. <laughs> It's stupid. It, it's it's really annoying. And it sucks because I really want to like the game. I really do like the game because I played it on PC. But it's just unfair that on the Switch version, there's just so many problems. I'm not even talking quality of life problems. I'm just talking about performance issues. The, the frame rate drops to a fucking crawl, especially during uh, boss fights. Um, the... It, the the difficulty between uh, each of the modes, like the game's easy, medium, hard, very hard. Easy mode is a breeze, but you put on medium and they just fucking swarm you. You shoot off one round and they all know where you're at. But the difficulties between normal, hard, and very hard are so insignificant. That's like, did you even bother balancing this game? And it sucks because the game is great. Uh, fucking Shelly, Bombshell Shelly, that's the bitch's name that you play. She's a Duke. I don't want to say that she's a Duke Nukem clone, but she gives the, the cheesy one-liners as you're killing enemies yeah. and going into new areas. I mean, it's cool. If you're into like the old school first-person shooter, it's great. Uh, this the is a game that had the controversy back a couple months ago, right? I don't know about um, a couple months ago. I know last year there was two big things. One... Um, the game was originally called Iron Maiden, and mm. the band oh, yeah, Iron, Iron Maiden, Maiden yeah. sued the 3D Realms over the naming convention. Um, there was also another thing where they took out, I think, certain verbiage. I don't even know, because I when I heard about the controversy is when I was playing it, because people were saying, oh, why did they take, why did they take this out? And then it just got review bombed, and like the user score is like, a four or a five with a slew of fucking zeros in there saying like, Oh, the SJWs have won again. And oh, I don't even yeah. know what they said. Like, I don't give a shit. Must not be important. <laughs> it's really not. Cause you got more important problems like this fucking switch version. Um, no, the game, the game on PC is fine. The weapons are cool. Every single weapon, mostly every single weapon has a secondary function. So you start off with a revolver. Revolver is a single shot. I think it's like a nine shooter or a six shooter. Um, but there's a secondary function where if you hold the L button as you're passing through enemies, it marks them. So in Overwatch, if you're playing McCree, 
uh, he does like it's high noon, like his alt, and it yeah. just starts automatically shooting people in like a small range. It's kind of like that, and it's pretty cool. Uh, there are grenades that you can either throw as firebombs or you can bowl them. It'll automatically home in on the enemy. There is cluster bombs. There are there's a shotgun that doubles as a grenade launcher. Uh, the wep you never feel like the weapons that you have are weak. They're all pretty much very balanced and all usable, which is good. It gives you a lot of variety. You might have a favorite, but if you run out of ammu ammunition for that one weapon, you don't feel like. Oh, I got. I guess I gotta use this this revolver. I'm like, okay, bet I'm using the revolver because that's that's what I got. Sounds a lot like Doom. Yeah, it's 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 like Doom, like Doom 2016, like 16 and Eternal, where it's like you needed to use a combination of your weapons. They did a good job balancing the weapons. Um, they did a good job just creating the world. The level design for Iron Fury is great. Uh, I would say it's even better than the older games. They don't like, I remember in Quake, one issue that I had with Quake is that you'll have like your exit on one, like you know where your exit is, but the key card to get to the exit is on the other fucking side of the board. And you have to just like traverse yeah. through the maze, killing all these enemies. In this game, if you see like the end, you know that the key to exiting this stage is somewhere in the vicinity. So it's like a safe bet. Ah, okay. I would say the only the other option that I have, um, the controls are shit. They need to fix it. The camera angle, like the camera, it almost feels like it's on a grid system. I had the the sensitivity set to the lowest setting, and it was still fucking terrible. So if I like move a little bit to the right, it would feel like moving to the right was like one unit, but one unit was like that large. So I can't mm -hmm. like I would have okay. to like move around and also move my camera at the same time in order to barely pinpoint my shot on an enemy you know it's and even increasing the sensitivity it doesn't help all that much either because the the movement is so fucking slow there's a lot of issues with the switch version they tr it's like they tried to fix it by putting motion controls in there because that is an option so you can have motion controls by moving around the controller Gross. oh yeah it's disgusting don't do that uh, you might get sick. Um, Motion controls should be for VR. <laughs> no, it's it's unfortunate. Play the PC version. The PC version's great. The PC version's really really good. It's it's and it it's a nine hour game. There's a lot of content within the game, and if you like old school first person shooters, definitely give Ion Fury a shot. Outside of that, I, I stumbled upon two fighting games. None of them, neither one of them are very good, in my opinion. Uh, million author arcane arcana blood it's like some generic ass anime fight they're both anime fighters but this one is like what what what's going on with the fucking anime fighter names oh uh, like i can't remember them. why they gotta put 47 names on it oh no melt melty blood fucking Bla blaze blue does it uh fucking guilty gears uh is uh or not susceptible but they're guilty of it no pun intended Guilty Gear, Guilty Gear X, Guilty Gear X2, Guilty Gear Xard, and then Guilty Gear There's Strive. Guilty Gear X2 Accent Core, yeah, okay, and then there's something so else added like onto it. Street Fighter V Championship Edition, Street Fighter V The Road Warriors, Street Fighter V Tournament Edition. It's, it's very... It's not the Road Warrior, is it? 
I think it's the Road Warriors. World Warrior. Is it World Warrior or Road Warriors? I'm pretty sure. Why would it be Road Warrior? It's not Mad Max. Now he's looking it up. I thought it was the Road Warriors. You fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter Street Fighter 5, the Road Warrior. <laughs> Dude, I'd play Street Fighter 5 if it had Mad Max. Oh, yeah. No, it's anyway. It's it's just like different segments of the ongoing convoluted story that they're that they come just out. Keep with. it like Tekken and Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur one, Soul Calibur two, Tekken seven. I think the difference is is that they're all pretty much using the same engine, like the anime games, like X two and Xard are obviously not using the same engine. X Xard and right. Strive are not using the same engine. XR is a stupid fucking name to begin with. I love it because it's so stupid. It's, yeah, it's, but XR is a stupid name. I just called it Guilty Gear Sign for the longest time until I got bitched out. I was like, no, it's XR. And I'm like, no. I called it Guilty Gear 3. <laughs> <laughs> because it's 3. Guilty Gear Third Strike. No, it's, it's fucking Yeah, bad. I'd play the shit out of that. But no. Anyway, talk about your shitty Million Author Arcana Blood. Uh, is a fighting game where it's loosely based off of the the Knights of the Round, but yet there's like there's like four different versions of Arthur. Uh, one of them is female. Author or Arthur? Arthur, whatever. Author, Arthur, okay. whatever. I, I I I we already have a game like that. It's called Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Yeah, and and even that, like this. I don't know. So I don't know if Million Arthur is supposed to be like an anime that we never got a light novel. Um, but there's like 16 or 18 different characters. And then you have uh, a shit ton of supports. And it has auto combos, which I don't like all that much, obviously. Um, each character has a very limited move set as far as specials are concerned. So, like, you have your quarter circle forward, you have your Shoryuken motions or Dragon Punch motions, and that's about it. And then you have, like, the quarter circle back, and depending on what button that you're using, A, B, or C, you have a different support that comes out. And usually I would expect that from, like, three-man fighting games. But not 1v1s. But not 1v1s, and it's, it's weird. And you can, depending on how much meter you have, you can abuse it. Um, even And speaking about meter, like, the specials aren't really that good so you would only really want to burn your meter on supports it's it's i haven't spent a lot of time with it i don't think i'm going to but it's uh no nah, i'm good just give me them fighting herds that's yeah it. <laughs> them fighting herds uh the game that has we'll been that. taking up a lot of my time during the later part of this week uh is the zero escape games i don't know if you've ever played like uh 999 zero time dilemma they're kind of like escape room games. So they're visual novels, but like visual, like throw the visual novel part out. Like you're in a room, you have to find your way out, and each room has a theme. So 999 takes place on a replica of the Titanic, and there's nine people. Each person has a bracelet. I'm not going to get into like the, the details of how they go through each of the doors or go through the, the ship, but pretty much there's a lot of like really arbitrary math that's involved and that's how they decide what person goes through each room. They'll sound like terrible fucking games. <laughs> this game is not, this game is good. 
I mean, don't listen to the story yeah. because it's some fucking pseudoscience psychological bullshit, but the games are great. For example, there's one stage where you are trapped in a library and you're surrounded by all these scientific books and you start going through the contents of the library and one particular puzzle you have to rearrange books to unlock a phrase or spell out a certain phrase that then unlocks a door and in that door you find a light bulb and you go about this library and you start noticing that some of the books are out of place like for example there's children's pop-up books in where they're studying geology and religion and so on and so forth so you start collecting these books and you open the pop-up book and there is a series of weird letters and numbers that don't really make sense. And so you will go downstairs, figure out a few more puzzles, get these light bulbs. You go to the center of the room and there is this pedestal, this three-pronged pedestal where you have to swap out the lights and then you put the pop-up picture books in the position that they're supposed to be in, turn on the lights, and then that will give you a phrase and the phrase corresponds to another book in the library and you take that book out and you find that there is a switch behind that door and you press that switch and it opens the door for your escape you like you like virtual escape rooms i want to try i have never tried an actual escape room and now that i'm in quarantine i that's exactly what they are we can't do anything so yeah no i've been wanting to do an escape room and you're not now i can't do it now so this is the best thing that i got i've been in escape rooms and i'm good you don't like them i don't want to do a virtual they're fine i mean we did a harry potter themed one and that was fun but because everyone you always got because we had a group of like seven people and you got everyone trying to be the alpha male in there trying to be the leader oh we need to do this and i'm just like someone's like what are you doing i'm like i'm waiting for everyone to shut the fuck up so we can figure out what to do because everyone thinks they have a huge fucking dick in this party and you don't (laughs) we escaped it my thing is at the end of the day i'm like this isn't like everyone's like we gotta hurry up and do it i was like they're gonna let us out (laughs) like (laughs) it's not like we're dying i need to be in a saw situation i guess yeah, be like, no, we gotta fucking figure this out because Billy just got fucking killed. So <laughs> that's like the premise of these games. It's like it ha- they have their jigsaw. His name is Zero, and he kidnaps all these people. And if you don't figure it out, like you it. blow up. <laughs> Maybe you deserved it. So <laughs> well, I haven't blown up yet, so I've earned my keep. Good games, not not the sure. fighter games. Not any of the games I listed. Zero Escape is a good game. Zero Escape is a good game. You said Iron Fury was good. (laughs) No, Iron Fury for the PC is good. I'm specifically talking about the Switch version. It's crap. If Void Point hears this, you didn't do a good job on the quality control. You didn't. It's not good. Uh, It's like the quality control on Sonic Boom. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. Um other than that, I've been trying to fix the plumbing in this goddamn bathroom that I'm remodeling. Uh it's still not fixed, but at least I got it to fucking stop for now. But I can't turn on the water. Was it just flooding? Yeah, it's just leaking out of one area and I'm just like I have put a shit ton of PVC glue on this one pipe and it's the portion that I didn't fucking build, so I don't know what the fuck is wrong with it now. I don't know if something cracked 
further down into the wall or what, but I'm, I'm, I need to find like cement and to cement the bitch. Oh no. Yeah. My bathroom. Wasn't this project something your wife was doing? Yes. Yes, it was. Okay. Yes, it was. Okay. It looks really good now. It's just leaking. I just need to fix. I just need to fix the. I'd rather have an ugly bathroom that doesn't leak than a pretty one that leaks. I said that like a month ago. <laughs> I said that a month ago, and I was just like, "Watch, you're gonna get so far, and then you're gonna pull me into it, and then it's gonna kind of gonna become my project." And what do you fucking know? So, All right. that's my week. Well, we, I, I want to address the the elephant in the room that no one under, that no one knows about except for you and me. Yes, but we we I say we I fucking found like literally right after the podcast recording last week, I found a video. I was on Twitter and Maximilian. I usually read like some of the stuff Max posts on Twitter because I'm a follower of Max. I like stuff the stuff he does, and he had posted something about uh, something called the RTX audio, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And uh, to paraphrase his tweet, he basically said that the RTX audio is doing what he has been trying to do with audio for the last four and a half years, and they do it in one program. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So I go and I find something about the RTX video or audio, and I find a video by a YouTuber named Barnacles. And uh, basically what drew me to the video was he was recording his audio while a leaf blower, a Dyson vacuum, a floor fan, and he was banging on the his desk with a rubber mallet, and you couldn't hear anything. And I went, what the fuck is this shit? So obviously, audio, for people that don't know, if you've never done any recording, any podcast recording, any live streams, or edited any video, audio, like, background noise cancellation can be a fucking bitch. It's one of the worst things ever. Like, you're talking to a guy that, for the first probably 20 episodes of this podcast, had to record with his air conditioner off, and by hour three, his ball sack was, his ball sack was so sweaty that he just had to go take a shower after every podcast. Now, like right now, my, po- my air conditioner is running and you guys can't hear it, because what the RTX audio is, it is an adaptive learning AI that basically learns what your voice is and what the background noise is in your room and just cancels it the fuck out. Like, so I'm watching the video and I was like, okay, so I'm going to install this. Well, come to find out you can't install it unless you have an RTX graphics card. Well, don't worry. There is a very easy workaround. So Chris is a prime example of having an RTX uh, GPU and it worked. I do not have an RTX GPU and I got it to work as well. And this thing is stupid. Like, we tested it the day after, which was last Sunday. And Chris is playing, like, what? Like, super loud metal, like, death metal music? I had music? the Black Dahlia Murder playing, like, the speaker right next to my ear. Like, it was and Chris is right talking. next to my microphone. And I'm talking yeah, the so entire time. So Chris is testing time. it. And nothing. I'm on the other side. And you'll hear a little bit in the beginning because that's the AI actually learning. But after a couple seconds, it learns and it just cancels shit out. What's amazing is this program, it's literally, once you download it, it's just a little window that pops up where you choose what your input device is, what your output device is, and then you literally turn, you check a checkbox that turns the driver on for either the input or the output. 
like I no longer have to use voice meter to cancel out background noise, which already wasn't canceling out background noise good enough. Chris, this is the first podcast that we're doing with the RTX audio drivers installed. And as long as things go well, Chris won't have to use a noise gate or anything on his uh, on his audacity. It's amazing. Like, it's stupid. All Like, do yourself a favor and go check out that Barnacles video for the RTX audio. All the audio. That's good. Like, because there's noise going on upstairs, back and forth, you know, whatever. Yeah. Nothing. I used to have to, like, go through my tracks, highlight areas where I'm not talking, but there's noise coming in, and just zero that out. I don't have to do that shit anymore. And yeah. Like, now I have to record well, all thing. my lines over for the video because, like, <laughs> There, there is certain parts that are noticeable when I speak, and I'm like, oh no, 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 we, we, we're redoing Rick this clear. shit, like tomorrow. I'm taking off tomorrow specifically for that. What's crazy is this thing's in beta. Yeah, like it's this good in beta. I think it came like, out like two they weeks ago. Yeah, what sucks is that they put something in there like a hard a hard limiter or something to where if you don't have an RTX GPU to where there isn't a workaround anymore. Mm-hmm. So that might have to make me buy an RTX graphics card, which big deal. Like my graphics card's like four years old, so it's already dead in technology. Explain years. the limiter. Like, what do you mean by that? I mean, a limiter, like, so right now there's a workaround. I don't, maybe not the word limiter, but maybe if they try to fix the workaround to where people that don't have an RTX GPU, they can no longer do the workaround to get the audio driver. Okay. So if that happens, I would have to get an RTX. I mean, H2O dude, Happy Dude did it. Scotty uses it. H2O like, has a potato of a, of a computer, man, and he's got it. He does. He's told us he does. That's not us making fun of him. He told us he had a potato computer. So, but yes, uh, do yourself a favor and check out the RTX audio. It's free. I We paid $0.00. I literally had to do nothing but watch a video and learn a workaround, and that was it. Yeah, I am very excited to see what the recording is going to sound like. Mm-hmm. Besides that, I did my streams uh, Monday night. I did – oh, no. Oh, I forgot to put on there. Sunday night, I got the PC version of Tony Hawk Underground 2 to work correctly, and I streamed that. Uh, it kind of died off towards the – I beat it in one night. Like I got through it super quick. Nice. And – uh it's fun. I would like uh in I mean in response of what we learned this week, this week they announced or last week they announced that there was a Tony Hawk 1 and 2 remake coming out on my birthday, which is September 4th. Yep. So I'm excited to play those. I didn't play 1 and 2 a lot. I didn't get into the series until 4. I played 4 and then Thug and then Thug 2 and I just stopped after that. But I never played 1 and 2, but I'm excited to see how they're going to be. I think it's only going to, I hope it's only like $40 or something like that. I, I, if it's like 60 bucks, that's going to be a little crazy. But I'm excited for those because I do like the Tony Hawk games. The Tony Hawk games are, especially the early ones, they're a very easy game to just veg out to. Just to put on and like play, try to get some high scores. Especially if you got friends over, play with them. I've also heard that most of the original soundtrack for 1 and 2 is going to be on the remake. So they're making a couple tweaks here and there for it, but I'm I'm excited for that. Nice. Besides that, I did a retro stream. I think it was like Monday night or something like that. Uh, I played all the way through Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the beat 'em up game. 
A lot of people give that game shit. Talk about that the game is very solid. Right? Yeah, the Super Nintendo. It's a very solid, easy beat 'em up. If you are, if you don't want a hard old school beat 'em up, you could play this. And if you like Power Rangers, it's going to fit that aesthetic as well. Because it's basically a beat 'em up until after level five, and then it turns into a pseudo fighting game when you go into the Megazords. I think I only played a little bit of that. I don't recall playing a lot of it because the the only Power Range old school Power Ranger game that I actually played was the fighting game. The fighting game's great, mm-hmm. but this one's just the music is overall is I hate to get the phrase hidden gem, but it is a very good soundtrack. Like it's so good of a soundtrack that it's on my daily just music soundtrack. Like all oh, the entire soundtrack is right. Every stage level music, uh, the Megazord music, all that stuff. It's really good. Uh, besides that, I played a couple other games here and there, but I didn't play much of them. But then I played Rockman 7, and I specifically played Rockman 7 and not Mega Man 7, because that's what I have, is Rockman 7. I don't know for a fact if... Because I do know that Rockman 7 isn't a super easy game. I mean, it's a Mega Man game. But I don't remember Mega Man being that fucking hard. So I'm wondering if Rockman... I don't remember Mega Man 7 being that fucking hard. I played it in the last couple years, but Rockman 7 was legitimately felt like it was so fucking hard. And I don't know if the Japanese version is supposed to be harder than the American version. So I only have played the Japanese version of uh Rockman 7. Um as far as Rockman games go, I think I think it's personally like right in the middle. Um, I think that there are certain games that are just much harder. Like I can't play. I, I can't not can't play. I'm bad at five, and I'm bad at three. Uh, seven is like the, I would say the early game of seven is a lot harder than the later game. Uh, the first like hill that you have to go over is after beating your first four robot masters. That interim fight. Yeah. Uh, that that's that's annoying, but after that, I don't think it's that difficult. Towards the end of it, I was just getting very. I don't know if it was because later at night, but I was getting super frustrated with it. I I beat all the robot masters, and I I at that point it was really late in the stream, so I went ahead and ended it. But yeah, I love Rockman. Like I, R- Mega Man slash Rockman Seven is a beautiful fucking game. Like the the sprite works are some of the best I've ever seen in a Mega Man game. Like, it's just a very vibrant, the music's very good. Like, I really, really like Rockman 7, but I was having a rough time that night. So, but that was fun. I liked it. Some other streams that we did, uh, I started playing Wonderful 101 because I got a digital version of it. uh, Because all of the Kickstarter backers that did the physical, uh, since the physical has been delayed, we got the uh, digital version of it. Hell yeah. The game's pretty good. The game still holds up. It's super weird not having a pad because you actually use the select button to pull up your second window to traverse the window during combat, which is a little weird. You have two windows open? You can hit the select button to pull up the second window Okay. while you're in your main window, mm-hmm. and then you can hit the select button to turn it back off. Yeah. Because okay. the second window, for people that don't know, the second window in Wonderful 101 becomes very prominent 
when you go in like building sections where your characters go into a building and then you have to see what's going on on the outside. And then another one is if you want to apparently like you can level up your characters in the wonderful one one like your special uh, heroes that you get. Yes. Like you can level up the main characters, which are like wonder red, wonder blue, wonder pink, wonder green and so on. But then you can also level up the other ones. Like right now I'm leveling up the, the uh, wonder pink, wonder punk or whatever. So it's just switching between that stuff. That game's really good. That game is still super fucking good. And I'm very excited to see. Uh, there are some parts, especially in like the title screens, where I said, I think I said last week, where I was like, some of these parts look very pixelated and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that seems pretty shitty for a remaster. But the game itself is still good. The controls still are very, very good. Uh, the humor is still cheesy as shit. And I'm pretty sure I still got a lot more left to play that game because I just unlocked uh, Wonder Pink. I know there's Wonder Yellow. I think there's Wonder Black, and all that other stuff. So kind of like the I'm uh, excited. The Power Rangers of the group. It's a little bit better than that, though. Okay. I forgot that Wonder Peak was because she's from Transylvania, but I was like, "That's Tara Strong," <laughs> and I looked it up and I was like, "Yeah, it's Tara Strong." Nice. Because every character that mostly every character that Tara Strong does either sounds like Harley Quinn or Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls. Yes, that that is true. So, but no, uh, we got a lot more left to play of that game. I believe I still don't know anything about the ending of that game, so I'm uh, very excited to not be spoiled on that. So we're gonna be playing that some more. And uh, another stream that we did, Scotty, Brett, and I we played Rocket League uh, Thursday night. Because uh, they have some summer events going on right now. One of them is called Boomer Ball, where you have unlimited boost, and you also the ball like gains moment. It doesn't lose momentum when it gets hit. So the four, it's like uh, what's the stuff in Link- in a uh, Breath of the Wild, wherever you can stop time and then you can keep hitting an object to build up momentum. Oh, I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. The... Yeah, it's basically like the fast travel of the game. Okay. Because <laughs> if you do it right. But in Rocket League, they have that to where if you hit the ball, it doesn't lose momentum. So there will be times where it's just bouncing up and down from ceiling to ground. And people are trying to, like, score on it and all that shit. Nice. I was just, I had such a fun time having unlimited boost because when I have the thing uh, equipped that whenever I play it, it plays, like, super heavy rock metal. So I'm just boosted around the track, and Scotty's like, what are you doing? And I'm just blowing people up. Like, I'm not even worrying about the ball. Because if you use the boost on someone that's not using a boost at you, they blow up. And granted, they only blow up, like, the, the respawn time's only, like, maybe a second or a second or, t- like, two seconds. Mm-hmm. But still, I was just, I got to the point where I was blowing people up, and they were pissed off and just following after me and trying to blow me up. But so that was the streams. Uh, besides that, we did do a, a watch party last week, and we watched the Warriors. The Warriors was I asked you halfway through. I was like, "Is this better than heavy metal?" And you said, "It is, it is better, than heavy, better than heavy metal." That is. I really. I had always been. I had never seen the Warriors. It was a 1979 movie. Is based off of a book, which the book was based off of the the Odyssey, by you know Homer's Iliad and the Odyssey and all that stuff. I really enjoyed that movie. I'd never seen it before. I'd always want to watch it, watch it, but I really, really liked it. It's definitely a 1979 movie, though. It is. Um, 
there, there's a lot of times where you just sit there and go like this, this is just a different time. Like it's trying, oh yeah, it's trying to capture specifically with some things Ajax says. <laughs> it's trying to capture like the grit of 1970s gang life, but they're like romanticizing it. Um, mm-hmm. So like, there are certain elements where it's like very dramatic, over the top. You know, the fact that you have like countless gangs and like thousands of people within the five boroughs. I mean, it's it's unbelievable at best um right but i mean still it does capture that amazing i love that early like 70s 80s gritty new york it, it captures a lot of like environment wise it reminds me a lot of the reasons why i like the early rocky movies because mm-hmm. philadelphia is fucking disgusting uh in yeah. 1970s many big cities are 1970s 1980s you know new york brooklyn bronx is fucking disgusting uh and they they managed to capture that real well so i i yeah. enjoyed it i think the warriors you know while it, it is a product of its time uh quality cult classic movie yeah, great editing, and we were lucky great enough. Editing, by the way. That, yeah, yeah, okay. There were some hard <laughs> edits in it, but the YouTube version was luckily not that. It was the original version because mm-hmm. there is a version. It's I think it's like the director's cut where they enter a lot of the sh- the scene transitions. The characters would turn into like a comic book version of themselves, and then it would flip the page, and then it would go into the next scene. It's just I get it. I get what they were going for. That works with Sin City. But that doesn't work with the yeah, Warriors. Yeah, but like, didn't didn't Sin City like wasn't that intended? Yes, I don't know why they went back later in the director's cut of the Warriors and did it. Maybe because the Warriors did become a comic book or something like that. But we were lucky enough to watch the version that didn't have that shit. Yeah, so no. But it's really hard to find like a DVD version. I think there's like a European Blu-ray that has both versions on it or something like that. So, I don't know. I had to look more into I got, it cuz I actually don't own that movie. I got to say like 3 weeks running. Um YouTube has not failed me. In fact, I'm going to say like months running. YouTube hasn't failed me because even though we've been only doing watch parties for about 3 weeks, um I've been going to YouTube for almost all the movies I've been watching for the last couple of months and they've just gotten everything. Everything. Yeah, they're like five bucks. Yep. Less than that. Yeah. Still awesome. Yep. And then besides that, I was looking into like some speakers for my computer last night. And I was like, oh, I want to get these Logitech, uh, what are they, like G650s or something like that? Sure. And they were like $200 and also sold out everywhere. Are they like <laughs> the bookcase ones? Because. No, these are the streamer ones with the RGB lights. Like any stream setup that you see on YouTube nowadays, they usually have the 650s in it. And apparently they're like, they're the best. Like they're super, super good. They have amazing sound quality and all that stuff, but they're sold out on the website. And also I just couldn't justify spending $200 on computer speakers when I have nice headphones. So yeah. Wow. Well, they also have a program in the, like, they have software that the lights will go with your music, like audio syncing and all that stuff. Uh, all It's all controlled by the computer. There's no, like, outside, like, 
little dongle or anything that you have to control or turn on and all that stuff. These are pretty cool. So they're nice and they're pretty good. Other than that, I bought some, I finally bought some LED strips, like some colored LED strips. And I want to start like making my office. I don't know if I'm going to put them like up around the office. You're going to start your fan uh, only fans account. Cause that's the only that's not, thing that's I not what that is. <laughs> No, you don't watch a lot of streamers. A lot of streamers, like the colored LEDs in the background, yeah. those are some kind of like light strip most of the time okay. or something like that. I bought a, I bought like a 16-foot for like 30 bucks. So my biggest concern is, though, like I don't want one continuous strand to where I'm going to have to like tape it on everything. I These are cuttable. Like you could cut them along the dotted line. In my head, I'm not grasping. In my head, I'm like, if you cut them, they are no longer connected to a power source. So that strand that you cut off is no longer useful to you. Unless you, like, solder it to something else, some kind of power source or something like that. Yeah. So we're going to see. Like, it's just, that, that's just how electricity works. You have to have something connecting to the source. No, no, I concur. That's a fact. But... I don't know. We'll see because I just want something like in the background of the stream just to kind of like because I don't want this big overhead light on anymore and all that. I just want to try. I guess it's called making your stream look a little bit more professional. And I figured I could experiment with it for 30 bucks. If anything, I, do, I would like to just put some accent lights around the top of this office and like behind the big TV because I will say having those LED strips behind a TV make the TV pop a lot more if your TV's up against a wall. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You just kind of look. I at mean, me, so. <laughs> I'm just taking your word for it, man. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've looked up videos. I'm just, I was, I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to put these in the kitchen and like, you can connect them to like an Alexa or a Google home and all that shit. She goes, why do we need that? I was like, because we got money. That's why. So, so they're, <laughs> what are they like? Wireless smart LEDs. They're, I mean, base. Yeah. They're Wi-Fi. Like they're Wi-Fi and they connect to. You you control them by your phone. That's pretty cool. Like by an app. Yeah, and they can be pretty expensive. But like I said, these are Govi lights that I found. Uh, I mean, if you want to get super cheap, just put some fucking Christmas lights in the background. I've seen streamers like, do that too. That's just what so. I see when I when I watch these kids and my friends go on like the web chat cam bullshit, and they've got those lights mm -hmm. picked up. And I'm like, did you just grab fucking Christmas lights and why? Fucking why? I, I don't, I don't get it. This, this is my old man. My old man stance on it. I don't see the appeal. The last thing I did was we bought an old drunker, a junker truck that was on sale or was being sold right around the corner from us. Hell yeah. It's got a nice, it's, it's a 2005 Chevy Silverado with like 240,000 miles on it. And people can hear me coming around the corner. So it's one of those kind of trucks. Nice. And uh, it's got an eight foot bed on it though. So I went and bought a bunch of eight foot two by fours and a bunch of lumber and it all fit. I did. I closed the tailgate and it all fit perfectly. Yeah, I saw those tables and you I were built, making. they look real good. Yeah. Those were real fun because it was like 90% humidity those days when I was building them. Humidity has been fine all, all summer so far. And then last few days it's been raining for four days straight and the humidity has been fucking swamp balls level. Brutal. So but no, those tables, I got them built, and they're really nice. And the reason I built them was so I can have more room to actually build other shit because I got tired of building shit on the shop floor because mm -hmm. my back is bad. 
So I built those tables, and they they like swivel around. They got wheels on them and shit too. Nice. And uh, I'm gonna work on as long as it doesn't rain the next couple days. I'll go pick up some more lumber, and I want to build some bookshelves that don't sag in the middle because I'm tired of buying these Walmart bookshelves. Yeah. But other than that, that's all I did this week. I did old man things, and people think I'm crazy because like I go in my wood shop and flip flops. I cut wood and flip flops. I got I don't give a shit. Someone's like, you're going to drop something on your toe and it's going to be gone. I was like, well, first of all, I would be wearing sneakers and they don't give that much protection against a big piece of wood falling on your toe. Yeah. It's so I'm more worried about me like pushing or moving my miter saw off on like, yeah, my leg or some shit like that because I don't have it. Luckily, I've got mine. You don't have it screwed down because I'm working off of a fucking like uh, like work table. But there's no there's no screw to hold anything down, so I'm literally like holding on to it for dear life and like praying, all right, whatever God is there, don't fuck this up on me. <laughs> Jesus, but. man. But no, it was fun. It's very therapeutic. I got that first one took it fuck, fucking forever to build, and then I built the second one in like a fraction of the time because I just threw it together real quick. I might hit you up for so. your your blueprint for that because i need a table <laughs> i need a table bad i got it from there's a good web there's a good youtube video or a youtube uh channel called i like to make stuff okay I, and you've uh, definitely that, talked about that before yes that's those are he made three tables he made the two that i made plus a complete huge square one he also connected his with super strong magnets to where they were like he could just like connect all the tables together and make any like configuration that he wanted my shop's not that big he also made it to where the smaller tables that i made you can lift up the top and it's a drawer i do plan on doing that later but i just didn't want to i just wanted to build the tables first those magnets sound like a really good idea but i'm planning on having a pacemaker within the next five years so i don't think i'm gonna be able to do that (laughs) he uses like huge rare earth magnets and shit too so yep That'll kill me. That will. But no, it's it's fun to build shit. That's what I've realized. So I'm going to try my hand at a bookshelf for my office so I can put all my stupid hardback uh, manga and all that shit on it. And if it falls apart, whatever. All right, then. Let's hit that news. From the top, uh, COVID-19 continues to take away everything. That we love and hold dear to us. Kicking the news off with a bit of bad news. The announcement we were all expecting but dreading. Evo 2020 has been canceled. Seeing a need to fill the void, Tom Cannon and company has moved forward with Evo Online, a five-week online event uh, starting July 4th, 2020. The games that have been announced for it are as follows. Undernight in Birth, EXE Late, Clear, Tekken 7, Soul Calibur 6. Go for it. We're talking about stupid fucking names for fighting games. <laughs> the first one. Come on, man. Um, I got nothing. That game is great. The game could be fine, but they got Microsoft levels of people naming their fucking games. It's it's a rabbit hole, dude. Like it, I, All I can say is that if it's being released by Arc System Work, developed or published by Arc System Work, it's, <laughs> it's going to have stupid a stupid name. fucking name. <laughs> Oh, God. Scrubbers Podcast, EX, Clear, <laughs> Your Mama, whatever. Uh, Soul Calibur 6, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, Samurai Showdown, Street Fighter V Championship Edition, and Dragon Ball Fighter Z. 
What's missing, Chris? We're getting to that. We're getting to that. <laughs> I'm super excited to get to it. Uh, in addition to these seven staples, there were also four open online tournaments. Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. Them's Fighting Herds. Skullgirls Second Encore. And Killer Instinct. Uh, the game choices for the open tournaments are most likely due to their rollback netcode. Most notably missing is the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, the insanely popular platform-based fighting game known for its notoriously poor online functionality. Uh, other delays include Arc System Works announcing that the upcoming fighting game Guilty Gear Strive has been delayed until 2021. The newest Guilty Gear fighting game was originally scheduled for to be released later this year, but the developers announced on Twitter that this is no longer the case. Guilty Gear Strive producer Takeshi Yamanaka announced that the delay uh, in a t announced the delay in a tweet from the official Arc System Works Twitter account. Yamanaka cited that the impact was caused by COVID nineteen as a reason for the delay. "Quote." While our company staff and our business partners are putting a sincere effort in dealing with the changes due to the spread of COVID-19, every aspect of our development schedule has faced delays. In addition, we have decided to set a schedule to further improve the quality of the game, responding to everyone's help and feedback from the recent closed beta test. In addition to Guilty Gear getting pushed back, it's now been confirmed that 2020 Tokyo Game Show, also known as TGS 2020, has been canceled as a result of the current COVID-19 crisis. The expo, which was scheduled to run between September 24th to the 27th at Makuhari Mese, uh, will instead be reshaped into an online event. More information about how the digital event will unfold is expected later this month. To quote the representative, due to the outbreak of the novel coronavirus on the global scale, the situation remains unpredictable in Japan as well. Uh, the organizer and co-organizers have reached the decision that after long consideration to place the utmost priority on the health and safety of visitors, ex uh, exhibitors, and stakeholders. Uh, we ask for your kind understanding and cooperation. Tokyo Game Show joins a lengthy list of international expos and events that have been canceled in the wake of the global pandemic, including E3, San, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, BitSummit, GDC, Gamescom, and many others like it. Like TGS, the Gamescom team is building a digital replacement to uh, a digital replacement event to, uh, on air to, in place of the physical expo. Uh, even local events like Too Many Games and Long Road Retro Gaming Expo have either been delayed or canceled. Two events that we were going to. Yes, unfortunately. So what uh, do you want to hit on first? Uh, first of all, I want to hit on how Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath is in there. Good. I want to know what the feelings were because they didn't make it. There was so much controversy that they didn't make it into the original nine and or what was it eight or nine i think it, it's it's eight i'm sorry uh the original eight and uh like how what was the feeling on both sides of that to be like oh we want you in this supplementary four that we're going to do for the online event i think people are just excited in general over the fact that mortal kombat 11 aftermath is even on the roster because then snubbing mortal kombat to begin with was really really surprising I mean, we talked it previously was. how, you know, Mortal Kombat tends to underperform year after year for Evo. Um, but I'm but happy to see it's it. Got that, it's got that good net code. It's got that good net code. 
That's Speaking of good netcode, them fighting herds. Oh my that, god, I am I didn't, super I didn't fucking excited. expect that. I didn't fucking expect that super at all. Super excited for that. The day of that announcement, Jay Wong was streaming them yes, fighting I herds. Yes, <laughs> I know. I saw it. And when I, when I heard about it. Because he was it, like, what the fuck I is this game? I literally dropped everything, started screaming. Uh, that's that's it's, so fucking dope. That's going to really cool. push that fucking game. That's going to push main six. Like so fucking oh, yeah. far. That's awesome. And the pro- but the problem, the problem that it's still facing is everyone. And I saw the comments too on the Evo thing whenever they were talking about uh, them fighting hers. Was like, what the fuck is this My Little Pony bullshit? And I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit. It could be literally uh, the fucking uh, what is it from Punch Out? Where just the wireframe bodies. Yep. If it plays well, I'll fucking play it. Yeah. No. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. That game is fucking dope. Also. And it has rollback. Yeah, has rollback. Skullgirls, the second encore. That's also awesome. Uh, oh, people were freaking the fuck out. Finally, Skullgirls Girls made it to Evo. Yep. Uh, Ki making a comeback. Uh, I love Ki. More like, reason for me to get into it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but Smash, dude. Even Smash players were like, "This was a good decision." Yep. <laughs> There's actually like a huge controversy within the online Smash community because obviously. Um, pretty much all Smash events have been canceled. All physical Smash events have been canceled. Pound, CEO, uh, there's a few other ones out there that I just don't know. Dreamhack was like earlier this year, but not the point. So they've all moved on to online events. And mm-hmm. there has been a huge outcry from a lot of the community to ban Sonic from online apparently play. he's broken so in online play or something yeah so in online play the argument is in zero and i th- i haven't watched hungry boxes video on it but i'm pretty sure he's going to say the same thing um they're not they're they're not specifically calling for a ban but they're saying like this is a very interesting outcome to see how things are playing out because sonic in ultimate in in smash 4 sonic was considered a top tier c- character like Probably not on the same level as, like, uh, not Sheik, but, like, Zero Suit Samus. But he was still, like, within the top eight. There was a lot of assets that he has. His hitbox was uh, his hitbox was large. His hurtbox was small. He'd throw motherfuckers across real easy, good smash attacks. In this game, it's been toned down a bit. But he's still the fastest character in the game. And by their rules... Um, apparently if both players have the same stock at the end of the match, whoever has less damage wins. They don't, they don't go to Southern death. They just say whoever has less damage is the winner. People who play Sonic because he's so fast play the, the super defensive gameplay style where they run the clock. So all they have to do is get a stock up on you and then they just... They just play keep away the entire time. And then when it gets like real close, that's shitty. It, it's it's a super shitty play style. But it was also really common in Smash 4 because Sonic, while also being a really good character, can play that keep away. They run that clock. So people are sitting there and saying, like, this is cancer. Because Sonic has never been a top tier player in any of the in person events. There's the netcode is garbage for Smash, 
And the gameplay style for Sonic, because he's faster than everybody else, is just made for him. So, change your rules. Like, that's really what it comes down to. Some some events, some online events are. Why would you not do sudden death? I, I, it's like, not that's a fighting stupid. game. It's not a regular fighting game, so I don't know. I don't know. They make their own rules. Well, people are also like, there are, there is still that group that are like, it's bullshit that Evo did this. Like, Smash deserves to be up there. Don't be mad at Smash. You need to be mad at these Japanese developers that still don't embrace that their netcode is shit. This is going to show them, this is the event that shows them that, you know, netcode matters. Because when there's nobody there that can play your games and these tournaments are glorified marketing events for people to watch and play and see, wow, this game is fucking tight. Because Evo used to be the way that I learned about new fighting games. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I can tell you right now that Killer Instinct's going to be up there with some of the hype shit. Yep. Them fighting herds, if they're if the community is ready, that's my biggest biggest worry. Is the community ready for a tournament of this caliber? Do we have enough people learning the shit for the game? Because that could be another one that just steals the show. Last I checked, them fighting herds was within the top 20 of the top fighting games being played on Steam. Uh, let me let me double check on that. Because that's that, thing, that game's fucking good. I'm not good at fighting games, so I can't give you all of the, the science behind it. Mm-hmm. But I played it at MAGFest, and it was very, very good. Right. There's even a documentary out about it. On them fighting hers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, it is the top trending fighting game on Steam. Because it got announced for Evo. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm trying to find that list, man. Because people are people are people that are like, what the fuck is this game are now playing it so they can get ready for the event. Cause they have less than what, maybe a month and a half? They they have a month, yeah. They have a month and a half to to get ready. I just love the image of because the image of the original eight that were on here is still the exact same, except for where Smash was. All they moved it was they put tournaments of. Ch- I'm sorry, there is there was nine because Marvel Two is not on there anymore. Mm-hmm. There was nine, but they just. Put Tournament of Champions and then the Evo symbol to get rid of those two in the fucking image. That is that's the one thing that is gonna suck because I was very excited for some Marvel vs. Capcom two shit. But I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I don't know them. Them's fighting herds has dropped down to forty five, but with this announcement, I'm hoping it climbs back up because right now it's it's new and trending. So. If they ride that, if they ride that wave and get a lot more people playing, that that'll be dope. I'm excited for it. I'm super excited for yeah. this Evo just just for the uh, the online event. So I really don't know what their plan is to execute the the seven main games because Undernight bad netcode, Tekken Seven. I don't know if it has bad netcode. Not a hundred percent sure. Uh, I don't know either. Soul Calibur 6, bad net code. Grand Blue, bad net code. Samurai Showdown, bad net code. Uh, DBFZ, not great net code. Street Fighter 5, apparently they fixed it. But I don't know. Like, I don't believe it. 
I don't believe it either. Believe so, it. like, how do you expect these games to be played? Like, look, the other two only got kicked because there was no net code, and then the other one's garbage net code. Like, <laughs> literally the worst net code. They were the bottom two of the nine, is what it was. I, I need to see, like, I remember when the memes started coming out, how Guilty Gear took out what was what was the fighting game that also got to, oh guilty gear took out mvci so that undernight inbirth can join the uh the evo main stage mvci took out mvci no no, no no all right no no guilty mvci gear. is a garbage guilty game gear sacrificed how itself that so taken. that undernight inbirth can get on the main stage I want to see the memes that now says that fucking Marvel vs. Capcom 2 destroyed Super Smash Bros. Ultimate so that these other four games can I can, can tell you on. right now that MVC, MVC 2 would still be on there if it was still commercially available on the PS3. Yep. Without if a doubt. If it was still commercially available for everybody, it would still be on this list. But since it's not commercially available because of Disney and Marvel... It, it's no it's not on here no doubt about because that. i don't think the net code on that was very bad it wasn't no it was I mean, that would be amazing it, it in this situation based it, net code it, but it was it wasn't awful it's doable it's better than all these i don't know maybe maybe hindsight or not hindsight maybe my memory doesn't serve me that well i don't remember it being that bad if it wasn't for that, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 would have been the number one fighting game at EVO for 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, for people that, because I'm still getting people that are like, COVID-19 isn't real. and I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot. It's ruining everything we love. <laughs> have you heard about Texas reopening and the thousands of cases that have been popping up since oh, then? Oh, you should see here in Arkansas, Phase 2 already got canceled. Really? Phase two got canceled three days after open. Wow. In Arkansas, phase two. So anyone that doesn't know, like they were reopening everything in phases. And this was phase one on March 12th in Arkansas. Not sure about the other places. Yep. Majority of other places too, I believe though. But they were opening up and they said if they meet a certain threshold of new cases, that phase two wouldn't happen. And I think within like five days, Arkansas was like, yep, phase two's not happening. Yeah. Fucking so... Virginia got split up into two regions. There is Nova and there's not Nova. Nova is like Northern Virginia because we're connected to DC. Uh, Mm -hmm. Virginia has reopened up for rural Virginia. But if you're in the, the Nova area, we're still on lockdown. And I, I don't know if new cases has opened up in Virginia, but I'm seeing other States where it's, it's getting real bad and you know there is there's reports coming from the white house that they don't give a shit it is opening one way or another cuz cuz the economy that's how they make their money it's the economy this is an election year yep. you know it's it's crazy and watching i, I don't want to get into the whole political side of things but it's let's just say like with everything that's going on in the United States and the world at the same time and new reports that the place that I work for has been getting in, uh, we're we're in for a very interesting five, ten years moving forward. It's gonna be uh fascinating. Yeah. Even like people are people think when the vaccine comes out it's gonna fix everything. No. Nope. 
This is now. life for a while. This is life for a long while. People are like, we want to go back to normal. Normal's gone, buddy. Nope. You better make a new normal. There's a new normal. So, But yeah, it does suck because a lot of these conventions were a lot of people, especially mine, and I could say yours too, were our uh, vacations. Like, even though we were working at these conventions, we still got to go and goof off and be stupid and buy shit that we didn't need and all this other stuff. Jesus, too many uh, games, now with- goddamn. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, now that stuff is, like, really gone, yeah. like, right now. I don't I don't see MAGFest... If things don't get any better, I don't see MAGFest happening next year. No. Uh, so a lot of people are still... I think they're in denial... Some of the people that we know personally, we're, they're just like, oh, it's going to happen. It'll happen. Nah, no conventions for a while. I can tell you right now, if they are going to happen, they don't need to happen. I would be very surprised if too many games continues to happen. They rescheduled for, I believe, September. Either September or October. That's still, that's still too it's close. still too close. Um, MAGFest is pushing it. MAGFest is in January, and that's even a big-ass maybe. Because yeah. MAGFest is fucking humongous. I mean, LA RetroCon, they went to an all-digital uh, event, which I don't know how you can make a convention digital and then charge people for that. <laughs> like, they're charging people for it. And I'm like, fucking how? So, so first of all, you're not BlizzCon. So, <laughs> LA RetroCon is kind of a big deal. At least, definitely for Long Island, without a doubt, because there's a huge retro scene. But you go to LA Retro, most of the time you go to those retro cons, a lot of people I know go to swap shit. Like, you go there specifically to swap retro shit. You don't, like, there, like there's panels, like, you would get some retro people, like, you'd get, like, James Rolfe or even Pat mm-hmm. Contry, which I know you don't like him, but he's still big in the retro scene and all that shit. And you get some of these bigger guys. Uh, don't be a, don't be surprised if other shit you're expecting to go to later in the year gets canceled because of COVID nineteen. Yeah. It's gonna happen. So anyway, let's go on to some more depressing news. Uh, so tit- newest installment on the Titanfall franchise may have been axed. There are no Titanfall games in development right now, suggesting a Titanfall game tease last year may have been canceled, but Respawn co-founder Vince Zampella wants to make a new game happen. Last year, Zampella teased that there would be uh, would be more Titanfall coming in 2019, with EA CEO Andrew Wilson subsequently mentioning a premium Titanfall game that would be a twist on the franchise. It's possible uh, that the tease game isn't being developed by one of the studios Zampella is responsible for and has been delayed, but it seems more likely to have been canceled. So here's my take. I don't know if I've ever told you my take on Titanfall. I absolutely adore the Titanfall series. Mm -hmm. The Titanfall series is a fantastic franchise that got thrown to the fucking wayside. Yep. And not because of the developers. The developers put put a lot of shit into it. People just... uh, Sadly, with Titanfall 2, it came out, what, a week before or a week after Battlefield 1? It came out the same week as Battlefield. It got overshadowed. Yep. Is what it was. Uh, People that don't know Titanfall, it's a a very... It's Call of Duty. I would say more Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, where you had, like, the, the suit that lets you jump and do crazy shit and run on the walls and all that stuff. Okay. It's that. And then you get in mechs and do shit in mechs. 
So, of course, they're like, Corey, of course you love this because it's giant fucking robots. Yeah, it's giant fucking fighting robots in a video game that's good. Of course I'm going to love this shit. Titanfall 2 had one of, arguably, one of the greatest single-player storyline campaigns in any first-person shooter ever. What's crazy is this is I have not played either one of these games completely through. I've very barely played any of these games. Just a little bit, and I still love them so much. Titanfall 1 is just online multiplayer. Titanfall 2 has the right. campaign. And the campaign Titanfall is Titanfall 2, I think I'm, I have one of them. I can't. Titanfall 2. So guess who's streaming Titanfall 2 soon on the, the story You campaign. need to play this, the campaign for Titanfall 2. It's going to make you cry. Well, Titanfall already makes me cry because it looks like there's no game being developed. Yeah, that that sucks. And you know what? I'm not I'm not I'm really not surprised because Respawn put in so much effort between Titanfall and then coming out with Apex Legends, which people are saying that Apex Legends takes place in the same universe as Titanfall. Um Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna see like a lot of similarities between the lore in Titanfall and the lore in Apex Legends. But they put in so much effort with Apex Legends, and you know, while it's not Fortnite, it's still like a a success. And if any right. battle royale game I'm going to play, I'm going to play Apex Legends because that's the one I feel most comfortable with. It's actually relatively fun. I mean, we have played it, so yeah. But I mean, like going back, to, I've I've played other battle royale games. The only ones I would ever think about jumping back into is Apex Legends. And unfortunately, yeah. I think it's because of that success that EA is like, yeah, we'll we'll put Titanfall on somebody else. So this sucks. This sucks a lot. Yeah, because if Zampella is that big on like, I want we want another game, but it's not being developed, then it has to be in the hands of somebody else. Yeah. What sucks is too. I didn't realize that Titanfall has been out for ten years. Really? It says. Titanfall in our 10th anniversary interview. Maybe that's Respawn's 10th anniversary. Maybe Respawn. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Titanfall was released in 2014. Okay, then it must be uh, Respawn's. When was Respawn founded? Uh, Probably 2010. 2010. There you go. Yep. So, all right. So, six. even that, Titanfall has been out for six years. <laughs> yep. So... Yeah, like you said, Titanfall 1, you're not going to get much out of it because it's online only. So if you want to go back and play it. Titanfall 2, though? And even, even the multiplayer really cool. on Titanfall 2 is awesome. Super phenomenal. Play it if on you PC. Find, I mean, shit. Anarchy, like we said, Anarchy Reigns is still playing like with people. like It's online. So maybe Titanfall 2 is still out there. So yep. uh, That's all I got on that one, though. It's a shame. Uh, good games don't make it all the time. So, But we did get some actual gameplay of a good game, didn't we, Chris? We did. Fucking finally. Uh, I'm going to start. Before you start, I'm going to start this with I had no want to do anything with Ghost of Tsushima in the beginning. I have to play this fucking game. This game is awesome. Like, just the premise. I, I, didn't, I, I hadn't seen anything about it. I hadn't seen any gameplay. Okay. I saw an 18-minute gameplay trailer, and now I want to fucking play it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's dope. So, yes, we, saw, we got 18 minutes of Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, in full 4k uh the game is gorgeous now if you've ever played you know a ubisoft game you have an idea of how ghost of tsushima is going to play 
there's been a lot of comparisons saying that this is Assassin's Creed Japan. Yeah. That said, it just took out all the shitty Assassin's Creed stuff. <laughs> right. It's it's you are playing this the samurai who, you know, when moons out, goons come out and he goes straight fucking ninja assassin on you. Uh it's it's dope. It's real good. It's breath I was watching Max's uh live stream of this and uh what was it? What's the big, uh, like, old samurai? Is it Kua... Kus- something with a K. I can't remember what the name of it was. Like, that's the name of one of the old samurai from the old samurai movies and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, Kusa- Kusanagi? Kusa or something like No, not Kusanagi. It was something of that... It's something with, a, like, a K-U-W or something like that. But uh, someone just called it That Breath of the Wild. Which, that's what this game is. This is, like, a Samurai Breath of the Wild game. Okay. And it looks great. I love the, uh, how you could do the navigate, the the guiding winds. Like, that shit's really cool. Mm -hmm. But you're looking it up, aren't you? I am. (laughs) Kuwagata? Kuwagari or something like that. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Take your word for it. But this game looks great. You have the Samurai option of... You have two different modes. You have the samurai and then the ghost, which is the ninja mode. Yep. What's amazing is it's got some of that Batman uh, logic in it where Batman instills fear into people Mm -hmm. and he uses it. Like, that's what you gain. I think it's like a legendary status. Like, you do things that make your legend go up. And the enemy starts fearing you whenever, like, some, not every one of them is going to fear you because then the game would be too easy. But some in that gameplay video, he, he's, he's as the ghost, as the ninja version. And I think his name is Jin. The main character's name is Jin. Mm-hmm. And the guy just, like, falls down and starts screaming. And then Jin just kills him. Like, that's fucking cool. This game is fucking gorgeous. It's very, very pretty. It's got... Chris, it has timed parries in it, which I fucking love. Yep, it's got a little it's, bit. Of and it's not just a button it. where it, it's not just a button where I have to hold this button and I'm going to parry everything that's incoming. Mm-hmm. You actually have to time it. It's a parry that is earned, and it just it, it it captures those old samurai movies so well. Like like just makes you feel like it. I have had an uh, an urge to watch like the OG seven samurai or yojimbo mm-hmm. and like i'm getting those feels from this game like there's no there's no bullshit there's no magical bullshit that i've seen so far i mean like yeah the the guiding winds might be kind of bullshit the, like the inari shrine shit. whatever like if i want to see some it's breath of the wild <laughs> some big titted like fox lady that's that's fine everything that i've seen from him so far is like like legit like legit samurai legit ninja bullshit so the game also not dope and it not to pull away from ghost of tsushima but it there's another game that also comes out the same day this game comes out that this might be so i was talking in the discord a couple months ago when animal crossing and doom eternal came out yeah uh both of those came out i was like what's the last double release that we've had where both games were good and basically a lot of people like besides like pokemon those don't count like the pokemon games don't count because they're the same no they're the same game just yeah but like not many double releases where both of the games were great we might get two of those this year yeah what's the game because we got at the same time as uh 
Paper Mario. <laughs> that yeah, comes it's out, coming the, out same the same day. day. It comes out the same day, July 17th? Yeah, they both come out the same day. One of the memes on Twitter was like, Nintendo said, fuck Ghost of Tsushima, and released the Paper <laughs> Mario trailer. <laughs> now, in in the defense of Ghost of Tsushima, the last few Paper Mario games have been ass. They haven't been that good. But, Pause. Uh, let me rephrase it. Not ass. They haven't been that good. Not as good as the like Thousand Year Door and Paper Mario and all that. Okay. Sticker Squad wasn't good. No, Did Sticker not get Squad's good shit reception. Game. Sticker Squad is a shit and then game. Uh, Color Splash was not that's good, good from no, what I heard. No, that's a good game. It's it's not. I don't know about. It's. I saw some of it and I it wasn't. It was on a shitty system. But a lot of people will say. <laughs> no, they could get fucked. Um, <laughs> no, Color Splash is not a bad game. But if you're sitting there and being like, where's the RPG elements, you're going to have a bad time. It's not going to be there. It's not... But with Paper Mario, that's what I want. I understand that. But if you're basing your love for the game on the specific mechanics rather than the 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 humor and the charm that Paper Mario brings with it, I don't know what to tell you. Like, is it a good su- is it a good successor? Because technically, it's the third game, right? No, it's I, that would be the fourth. That'd be the fourth. It, was game. it after the DS one? Yes. Okay. Like I was gonna say, is it a good su- was a bad game, like on all levels. That was just a bad game. Color Splash is legitimately a good game. It's not on the same level as the first two. And this game here looks like they may be going back to a certain degree of the RPG elements, which is a great thing. I'm concerned, though, that they didn't show off a lot of the battle stuff. I mean, you saw some battle stuff. Um, All you saw was, like, the moving, the rotating of the circles, which looks very interesting. mm -hmm. Like, maybe there are only certain moves that will rotate enemies into a perfect line to where you can attack all of them. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, But I don't know. But it's also a very short window. Like, it got released, announced, and it's being released in, like, a month and a half. That is weird. I did find that weird. Two months. Two months. I mean, on one hand, you can argue that Paper Mario in the scope of Nintendo is not that big of an IP. But if, if I go to anybody that has similar tastes, if we're in the same circle Anybody that of, played Mario RPG knows about Paper Mario. Yeah, like... If I go to any community that I'm active in, those motherfuckers know Paper Mario. And when they heard yeah. Paper Mario was getting announced for July, they lost their shit. What is it? The Origami King is the, what it's the called. Or- Yo, the trailer is so good. Like, they they start playing off on, like, I want to say almost like this horror suspense bullshit going on with Peach. Saying, I, like, no, I would come, say be like, one of in, us. Join the hive mind. Invasion of the body snatchers level. Yeah. And it's it just takes off from there with this stupid over-the-top bullshit going on with, like, these origami bombers coming in and, like, destroying the castle and shit like that. Uh, I'm, I'm, int- I'm very... I'm hype. I'm going to have two games that are coming out the same day because I'm getting Ghost of Tsushima and I'm getting paper mario both on the same day yep the problem is i don't know which one i'm gonna play first so i know i'm probably gonna play paper mario first i think that I know, that's man. a ghost, that's, ghost of tsushima looks so good it does look good i think that paper mario is going to be a quicker game to beat 
Yeah, more than likely. So, I the problem is I'm a streamer, so I have to pick which of the two isn't going to be streamed as much. <laughs> <laughs> if Max is streaming Ghost of Tsushima, it looks like I'm playing Paper Mario. So. Yes, that's that's probably the best bet. No, I just love in the uh, so going back to Ghost of Tsushima, just in the samurai mode, you just fucking go balls deep. There is no being sneaky. The entire, you just walk up. The challenge, like the fact that you can challenge people, is and it goes into a widescreen oh cinematic. My God, it's so cool. It is so cool. So a lot, a lot of people aren't gonna use this mode, or they probably don't even really care. I love the black and white option. Okay. Like someone did say in the comments of one of the tweets was like the blood should have been red. Yes. So I could they were trying to go for a mad world thing. Yes. That would have been great. But like they they've added so much not only just like the game stuff, they just added extra shit too. Mm-hmm. Like you can make things literally look like an old Japanese samurai movie. And guess what? It's fucking gameplay. Yep. I'm about to shit all over Microsoft right now. Like right now, I'll be, I'll be, let me, I'll be honest with you. With the information that has been given to me right now, if someone was like, you need to buy one of the next gen consoles right now, I would buy a, I would buy the new Xbox right now with the information that I've been given. But I'm still not over the fact of that, that what Microsoft, what do they call it? State of play, whatever they call theirs, their announcement, gameplay had no fucking gameplay yeah. in it. But then this came out, and I got 18 minutes of some good-ass gameplay. No, the game looks fucking phenomenal. I'm super stoked for it. You should go check it out. Go. Uh, I think the link that we saw it on was like IGN has a the 18-minute 4K video up right now, mm-hmm. and you can go check that out. But the game looks like you throw like firecrackers it, as the ghost, which you're the ninja. You're using shit that a old-school ninja like that would use. You're using smoke bombs, you know. I, and you're using firecrackers. I missed out on chimes. the black and white um, mode, dude. They have yeah. the fucking film errors. Yes, like, the film I, grains. Yeah, there you go. The that's yep. dope. Yeah, I'm playing this. Black that was and at white. the end of it. I'm playing this black and white. I'm hoping it has uh, good replayability, so you can go back and. I would like to play it normal the first time. Mm-hmm. And then go back and maybe play it black and white, like on a new game plus mode or something like that. Right. I mean, it would the black and white mode doesn't. It's perfect for you because you're colorblind. So, <laughs> you know, there's. I was trying to get through one podcast where it wasn't brought up, but I never. I'll never let that next happen. Next <laughs> week. Next week. That's all. That's all we got on that though. Like we can't praise from what we've seen so far. The game could take like a. They could say next week that the game's riddled microtransactions, and then our at, our uh, opinion on the game's gonna change. Don't do that. But as of right now, this game looks fucking phenomenal. Don't do that. It's great. Who's the, who developed this again? Who developed Sucker the, Punch? Sucker Punch. That's right. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna be buying that. So. All right. Uh, something I won't be buying because it's. You're not out. It's not going to be out. Story. We move that one to the end. Yes. Uh, The next one is uh, Elder Scrolls Six is not in development as previously thought. So uh, last Sunday, some keyboard warrior going by at Kilowatt Q called out the Bethesda VP Pete Hines, demanding the status of the Elder Scrolls Six, and received the following. So first, I want to pull up the tweet. 
because that was your biggest thing was it wasn't the so much the response by Pete Hines, but I'm going to read this tweet by this guy verbatim. Please. So it says, all right, check it out at DC Deacon, who is that's uh, Pete Hines Twitter handle. Let's cut the shit with a money sign instead of actually saying shit. When we can, when can we expect some info on the Elder Scrolls Six? We clap. I can't clap because my microphone doesn't pick it up anymore. We clap. <laughs> need clap. This clap. So Pete Hines' response was, "It's after Starfield, which you pretty much know nothing about. So if you're coming out, if you're coming at me for details now and not years from now, I'm failing to properly manage your expectations." Uh, thereafter, Twitter joined to collectively boo Hines for a few days and go their merry way. However, it does paint an interesting picture on the development timeline that Bethesda actual Bethesda is actually working on since 2018. Uh, Todd Coward last reported that TES 6 was at the very least in pre-production. An interview with Jeff Keighley, Coward... Coward? <laughs> is that what you wrote? <laughs> An interview with Jeff Keighley stated that currently they did not have the technology available to produce TES-6, but that they were getting close. I don't want to spoil anything yet. I think the teasers we put out there out are announcing the game and ones of tone. Dude, you got to like proofread this shit before you send it to me sometimes. I know Dude, that's a quote. That's I know it's a quote. That's, he's like... That is straight from his mouth. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm trying to find like, uh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try it again. I don't want to spoil anything yet. I think the teasers we put out are announcing the game and ones of tone. How does the game feel? Hints at where it's set for both Starfield and Elder Scrolls set. Even for us though, what the fuck was writing this? <laughs> redoing that music and putting it up there even we get goosebumpy we can't wait to have everyone be able to play this game but that's us too we want to play it i understand why the game's not coming out now (laughs) (laughs) he can't even say words it's pretty bad oh lord it's pretty bad. There were even some pieces written up on stating Bethesda already had the plans for the location. However, they've made it increasingly clear that their main focus is Starfield, right after finding new ways to fuck over its player base of Fallout 76 and other secondary IPs they unfortunately own. What is so what's going on? I don't know Starfield. What's go what what the fuck is Starfield? Really? You is that a is that a, so I don't know Star I know Elder Scrolls 6. So the argument that they have been making and one of the th- the complaints that some Bethesda fans have been saying is that Bethesda actual, and when I mean Bethesda actual, I mean like the main development team that wasn't supposed to be actually uh, Bethesda actual okay. only focuses on fallout and elder scrolls. And it's, it's a flip flop. So they'll do a fallout game and then they'll do an elder scrolls game. And then they'll go back to doing a fallout game and then an elder scrolls. Gotcha. Game. They gotcha. didn't want to follow that formula. So a couple years ago, I want to say about two years ago, they showed this high quality JPEG at uh, a, <laughs> that's your words <laughs> at an E3 where they said they're working on a game called Starfield and it's supposed to be Space Skyrim. That's my word. Oh, not, okay, not yeah, yeah. I know. I remember you talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the really weird thing, and I don't remember if it was 2018 or 19's uh, E3, but 
Bethesda was 18 when they showed the JPEG. Showed another really high quality JPEG of the Elder Scrolls 6. And I just sat there and I'm like, why? I mean, it's cool that you're at the very least thinking of it, but why? You have Fallout 4, which wasn't amazing. It wasn't the same standards that we expect your other Bethesda games. It was fine. It was it was a good game. Fallout yeah. 76 is literally on fire. It has not yeah. gone out. Okay? You still have issues that nobody wants to talk about because your game's shit. Game's shit, sir. Then <laughs> you have a fucking Starfield that you announced, but you haven't like shown anything off unless I've been under a rock and I missed it. I haven't seen anything on Starfield outside of like we're working on it. Now the game I mean, is playable. I didn't fucking know. And, and then <laughs> and then you show this fucking video where you're over the, the mountains of goddamn Skyrim Daggerfalls thing and Elder Scrolls 6. Okay, what am I supposed to do with that? That just says, hey, I own this and we copyrighted TES 6. The fucking Unreal Engine 5 had a better video than... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah i mean it's really more along the lines of what did you fucking expect because i mean like there, there'd be no way there'd be no way well also like pete hines was getting all that bullshit but like that guy asked that question like a cunt so <laughs> yeah th this guy quentin myers good initiative bad judgment i get it but you act that you ask that question like a fucking asshole he did that because he didn't think anyone was going to actually respond to it. <laughs> I guess, but fucking, I don't think that Pete Hines, I, I get the reason why he reacted the way that he did, but at the same time, uh, he kind of walked into that because he was just like, I'm failing to manage properly manage your expectations after the last like two, three years that we've had 76 bullshit and all the other bethesda related nonsense going on between uh elder scrolls oh what's the mobile game called elder scrolls blade no that's not yeah it. something like that it's some weapons or something some, like some that. stupid shit like that um do they do this bethesda, are they in charge of, are they are they in charge of eso yes okay that's where a lot of their shit's going then a lot of es people are still playing eso you know, I heard they fixed ESO. There's a lot of people that like it. That's fine. I can't play MMOs anymore. I really want to. I want to play Final Fantasy XIV again. But... I don't know. But yeah, if you're an Elder Scrolls fan, uh, it sucks. It's Bethesda. It is. Let's talk about more Bethesda bullshit. Oh, God, this is the one that I'm upset about. Okay, so uh, I'm going to try to paraphrase this. I'm reading this off of PC Gamer. I did not prepare this because I completely forgot about it. Uh, people, I brought this up. Yes, people are extremely unhappy with Doom Eternal's kernel mode anti-cheat system. Uh, mm -hmm. If you play on PC and you've heard the name Denuvo, uh, you probably have had a heart attack. And you may be entitled <laughs> to compensation. Uh, <laughs> if you have mesothelioma <laughs> uh, the whole gaming community loves Doom Eternal it's a lovely game about blowing up demons and we regret to inform you 
that Doom Eternal now has a kernel mode anti-cheat system. Uh, yes, the latest game to milkshake duck itself with the anti-cheat system is Doom Eternal. The, the game's first patch has rolled out a Denuvo anti-cheat, uh, a new product from developers of the infamous Denuvo anti-tamper. Players' responses uh, have been swift and furious. Doom Eternal has some neg uh, 3,700 negative reviews on Steam since the patch compared just over 4,000... Since the patch compared to just over 4,000 since its release in late March, the negative count is rising by the hour. Uh, so, to kind of give you an idea of, you know, what that all means, uh, a kernel zero driver is something that is, is like running in the background and can update on its own. And it's running mm -hmm. at the root of your PC. From what I understand, it's almost like it's embedding itself into the motherboard of your PC. So it's deep in there. It's super deep. And what's worrying is that, you know, we can sit here and say that Denuvo is not going to do anything. The, the core issue is that a corporation has access to the deepest level of your computer that updates silently on its own. With no notifications. With no notifications. And can just do fuck all. Put shit on your computer. Take information yeah. off of your computer. That's what this is about. People bitch about yeah, Denuvo's nonsense all the fucking times because it's, it's intrusive. This is taking it to the next fucking level. There are people that even I know, like Pat from Castle Super Beast... He put a tweet out that said, he's like, I got 26 hours in a Doom Internal, and I'm still putting this claim in. And you have to put an explanation on why you want a refund and all that stuff. And he's like, when I bought this game, I did not, the, the this program was not installed on it. Now that I know that it's on there, I no longer want this on my computer, and it's a security risk. Yep. Uh, when you start Doom Eternal for the first time, Denouville Anti-Cheat will install a kernel mode driver that starts when the game launches and stops whenever the game does. Apparently, it avoids collecting any personal identifiable information and doesn't scan your Don't files, take it. screenshots, or stream shellcode. Don't believe any of that. Yeah, no, fuck that. So I play it on PC, but guess who hasn't launched it since this update? Yeah, I have it on PC. I've been meaning to, but Tiff and I were having a conversation about it, I think on Friday or yesterday, um, where I we had talked earlier we want to sit down and replay doom 2016 because i never finished it because i want to play doom eternal i'm not playing it on pc anymore not gonna fucking happen and we went back and forth not until like, this is taken care of it's not going to it's not it's for their multi the problem is people are like oh it's for their shitty multiplayer it's they have implemented it for story-based shit too it affects that as well you can't play the game without the anti-cheat system working and the thing is is that how many people are actually playing the multiplayer of this game i haven't the heard multiplayer looks a very single cool, thing yeah no. it's cool but i haven't had heard a single person talk about the multiplayer you don't play doom for the multiplayer i mean what's sad is this just makes doom 2016 better than doom eternal which sucks because it's not because of storyline. It's because Bethesda decided to put their fucking bullshit in there. Oh, no, dude. And the thing is, like, you can't... I'm hoping that within the next couple of weeks, people figure out how to go around it. But They're gonna. 
I will not download it on my computer. I'm not that. I'm savvy. actually gonna. I'm actually going to uninstall it because I, I don't. I have not booted it up since the update. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm still good. Like I don't have it on my computer. But the minute I boot it up and it updates, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, it says here the biggest issue, however, is that it's using a kernel mode driver, which gives access to the device's operating system, hence puts your PC at secure at, at a security risk via the driver, which can be exploited. Yep. Nah. Done. So what sucks is I can't play Doom games on a controller. Oof. I I just can't. Oof. I have Where to play with mouse and keyboard. From? I don't know. Wait, I wonder if you could play... Can you play PS4 games? Like, can you do a workaround and play mouse and keyboard? On PS4, I think so. There's definitely one for Microsoft. I'm almost positive there is one for PS4. Maybe I'm still okay, then. I could just plug a mouse and keyboard into it and play Doom Eternal. Well, I guess I have to get a physical copy of Doom Eternal now. I told myself I was going to buy the PC version and get a physical... So I guess it's time to get the physical. Yep. Here. I just recently got DMC5 on physical because it was on sale for 20 bucks on Amazon. Nice. Very nice. Cool. I'll look into that then. Because I would like to go back and stream Doom 2016. Because that game's really fun to play. Mm-hmm. Good game. Yes, I've been listening to a lot of BFG Division and a lot of... I just want them to release the Eternal soundtrack. I know it has controversy around it, but I just want to listen to it now. <laughs> Anyway, so that's the news. Bethesda, the, the Bethesda is the kind of person that could take a gold nugget and turn it into a shit turd. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. It's sad and ridiculous. So there, we need to get into questions because we have a shit ton of questions this week. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I it's fine. I am going to kick questions off with my own uh, and piggyback off of a man that I despise. Um, I saw a video pop up because for some fucking reason I'm still subscribed to this man. Uh, Pat Contry? Yep. <laughs> uh, is the N64 still worth getting into? Is it getting? Is it worth getting into? And it's is it still worth collecting for? I believe so. Yes. Why? N64 is hot as fuck right now. Right now. And I don't remember who I was who I was talking to. I don't remember if we were talking about it last week. Right now, we're finally moving past the the time period and age where Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo are super hot to collect for. All those stupid Good. motherfuckers. Hopefully those prices go down. Yeah, all those stupid motherfuckers that bought up the games and either tried to flip it or realized that, you know, they don't have the time to play it. Or, you know, they were going through their midlife crisis and they want to be a kid again. That's all gone. They're finally selling it. And now N64 games are the hot shit. Because apparently everyone who grew up playing N64 wants to buy those games, wants to play those games again. And they are stupid expensive on eBay right now. I'm about to make some money because I got a shit ton of duplicates of N64 games. Yeah, go. go I have a duplicate of Mario Mario Kart 64. I'm about to make some fucking bank off this. Mm-hmm. Mario Kart's I'm really curious on Mario Kart 64. I, I gotta look it look up. Look it up. Look up a loose. Because I have a loose one. It's in very good condition, too. Uh, I So, uh, is your question more because you don't think there's a lot of good games on it and people are just collecting it for the nostalgia reasons? 
my I do not have a very high opinion on the N64. But I'm also maybe that question's not for me because I am all because I'm like you, like I'm all about video game preservation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say that N64 is still valuable because any video game system that was ever created should be collected at some to some extent to show that it existed and that it has a history. I think let me rephrase the question like this for a new collector, you know, young kid, maybe 20, 18 to 20, uh, just getting into the retro collecting scene. Do you think at this time, the N64 is the best is a good option for people to start collecting for? No, because they're expensive right now. Okay. I, I would say go for the if you're it depends on if you're specifically only wanting to collect for N64 and you're like, I don't want to wait. Well, then, I mean, you're going to if you got the money to do it. But as a collector of everything kind of in general, I collect I collect, but I also chase the deal. Mm-hmm. So I could collect for the rest of my life, but I'm still going to want that deal more than I'm going to want the actual game. Do I think the N64 is a fa- like a system like everyone thinks it, like remembers it as? I think people do have rose-tinted glasses on sometimes when they're talking about the N64. I love the N64, but I will also say that there are not as many good games as people try to say there are. Yeah. There's, I mean, we'll run down it real quick. There's Super Mario 64, which is phenomenal. I love that game. You got Banjo-Kazooie. I would even say Banjo-Tooie's up there, even though I don't personally like it as much. You've got Diddy Kong Racing. You got Mario Kart 64. You have the Snowboard Kids series. You have... Uh, some People love the Donkey Kong Country game, or the Donkey Kong 64 game. Like, they like those. Uh... I mean, I love Buck Bumble, but I'm not going to say it's one people are going to remember and be like, oh, I avidly want that game. There's a lot of garbage that was on the N64. My issue is that if you eliminate the first party game, if you eliminate the first party games, how many quality third party games are out there? And I don't think that there's many. There's not many. (coughs) There's not at all. I mean, looking at that compared to the PS1 games, which have always been expensive. Let's just get that out there. PS1 has always been expensive. Uh, They've retained their value because they're still played a lot. Yeah. Um, As far as the N64 is concerned, I personally have a hard time recommending people getting into the N64. I would say that the N64 is more of like the third choice to really look into because Mm -hmm. when I look at – when I start talking about – collecting video games with other people uh new new people and they say where should i start uh the platform that i think people should start on is where you're going to see the most quality available to you so i'm looking at ps1 i'm looking at super nintendo i'm looking at sega genesis Mm -hmm. i would say as far as retro games are concerned and if you want to get a little bit even a little bit more newer uh you know ps2 those four Dreamcast. consoles, well, I think that Dreamcast also falls into the same trap as the it's, N64 it's does. It's very niche. It's, it's yeah. very niche. And, like, if you're looking for a good mainstream game, I still think that the Dreamcast is better than the N64 in fulfilling that. Like, yeah. I have a hard time recommending, and this this could just be they a personal They both have shit thing. controllers, though. <laughs> uh, they have weird controls, but I think that the average Dreamcast game is better than the average N64 game when you eliminate the first party. 
And that's that's really what I'm looking at when it comes to that third party support is what's going to carry you collecting. Because you can collect the N64, you can collect the Super Nintendo and the PS1 for uh, years. Yeah, I would say Super Nintendo, like, yeah. Yeah, and especially because those Super prices Nintendo, are coming you could, down. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. They've mm-hmm. been so high for so long. Uh, but I've been noticing the N64 creeping up the last few years. Yeah. Like, I've been seeing on swap shops people selling complete N64, nothing fancy, Great controller, great console, not even with an expansion pack, $75. Oh, that's it? I'm looking at one I right mean, now. It has Mario Kart 64. Right now, Mario Kart 64 is going for about 40 bucks. 180 That's ridiculous. It's that's insane. almost as much as it was when it first came out. One controller, console, power adapter, AV cables. Mario Kart 64, 180 I'm seeing another one where you get to choose the color, uh, up to oh. four color, uh, up to four controllers, anywhere between two hundred dollars to two hundred and forty dollars. N sixty four two controllers, no g- game, just base base console, one twenty four. So what you're telling to collectors right now is start buying up the PS two and the Dreamcast and the and the Xbox stuff. You need to be buying next. up like your next. The next wave within the within like eight years is going to be PS2, PS2, uh, Xbox. That's a huge fucking library. GameCube. Yeah, PS2 is a massive library. It PS2 I can see being on the lower end overall because it you know PS2 was the king. It had the most games out. It you know it still most has reach. like the most. It still has the most consoles sold. I think maybe 3DS might be more. One of the handhelds might be more, but a lot P, a lot of PS2s were sold. I think the PS2 is still number one, but that's not the point. Like, come if we're watching the generational gap, just well, not the generational gap, but the generation, the the video game generations roll on by. PS2 is the next one up. If you haven't been stocking up on your PS2 games, now is the fucking time because there are some hidden gems that do not have large print runs that are still between 10 and 20 dollars that are going to jump up and double i need to work on mine because my library is very low yeah and honestly the best so i mean retro gaming 101 when it comes to buying things the previous generation games are always the best time to buy them you know right now 360 ps3 uh nintendo wii u um you need to be buying those games now and just holding on to them because you're not what doing did we find that. out 150 wii u games yeah there's only 153 wii u games and because it's discontinued there's a lot of games out there that are already going up in price so you like devil's third is almost going to 300 dollars. that's what we, we were that's talking about insane like i bought that, that game for garbage 60, oh yeah it's awful it's terrible nobody should play that game but if you're a collector and you do want it uh, I'm sorry. I mean, it's it's the same shit with current. We're talking about the Godzilla game, which I think it came down since one of the last times we talked about it. Yeah. That Godzilla game is still stupid. It's still overpriced. But Gravity Rush, like physical Gravity Rush for the PS4, that's a $100 game. Man, I'll tell you what. Whenever it hits Vita, TJ's going to be good. Yep. TJ owns like every fucking Vita game that ever came out in Japan. Yep. I don't know. We'll see. 
Now, it sucks. Like, it happens. We saw it happen with Nintendo as well. That was one of the first ones, like the NES. Like, that was, like, everyone thought, like, if you had Barbie, it was worth $40. I'm like, come Get on, the fuck man. Yeah. Fuck off. But I'm about to I'm about to jump on the pre and post of the like I'm so glad Super Nintendo games are going down cuz I'm actually I haven't gone on I probably shouldn't be ordering things from out of the country right now. But I haven't bought many games. I haven't bought some stuff from Japan lately, so I might go through buy some shit from Japan, get some Super Famicom games. Just need a little bit of disinfectant. Just swipe it down. Just swipe it down a little it's bit. Fine. I mean, the shit's coming into the worst country that has corona right now. So, yeah, I think we're fine. <laughs> we, it's the other way the around. Issue. If I was in Japan, if I was in Japan ordering from America, then I would be worried. Right. Anyway, uh, let's yeah. hit all these other questions coming in. Uh, H2O Happy Dude, his first question. Uh, what would be the ultimate nostalgic purchase? An entire complete collection of a console of your choice or an arcade cab of your choice with the intention to modify it in any way. Uh, just a heads up, I heard your phone. Okay. I think it's because the RTA, it, it hadn't heard your phone at all. Right. So that's what it freaked out about. That's fine. It was like, well, I guess I'll let it through. Let me pull, I'm going to pull up the questions on my laptop because I want to read them. So his question was, arcade cabinet of your choice with intentions to modify later. And then what was the first one? An, an, entire, an entire library entire complete of, collection of a console of your choice. Like the library as well? Like the entire library. I'd do a library in a heartbeat. Really? Library's harder to get. Library's harder to get than an arcade cab. I could build an arcade cab. Like I, you know how I am with arcade cabs. Like yes. I, the originals are awesome, but I'll build one and maim it if I want to. Now, okay, there's a difference there. It's one of the uh, the candy cabs. Those are different. Candy cabs are very special. Candy cabs are very beautiful. Candy cabs are nice. Mm, that's tough because I'm like I could have the entire library of Super Nintendo, which is a lot of good games. Or I could have a candy cab and have every fucking arcade game I wanted in it. That's a tough question. Candy cab. I. You know what the thing is? I'm going to pick a Super Nintendo. We move in together, and then we get both of best worlds. <laughs> or best of both worlds. <laughs> sure. I, I just... I just, There we go. I want the, the Naomi, man. I want the candy cab. They're beautiful. They're gorgeous. That's what we need to do when the corona calms down. We just need to take a trip to California and try to find some fucking candy cabs. Yep. Buy four of them and get a U-Haul and drive it across the country. <laughs> I've done it. I just as long as it's not San Diego, because that fucking mountain range to go across in a fucking U-Haul is no. the worst. Yeah. Uh. Oh yeah. Oh wait. No. No. It's, we got. God, we got so many questions. <laughs> uh. And he has his pick one. Pack one. Theme is fighting games. What would you pick? We have King of Fighters 2000, Capcom versus SNK Millennium Fight 2000 Pro, uh, KI Gold, Marvel vs. Capcom's. Uh, is that Marvel vs. Capcom? Yeah, that's Marvel vs. Capcom. No, that's Marvel. Oh, Marvel just... Superheroes versus Street Fighter, Fighting Vipers, or Street Fighter Plus Alpha EX. I'm gonna knock those last two out. I don't want those. Uh, so hold uh, on, we're gonna flip a coin to see who goes first. 
Wait, well, this one, are we going to do it until we have them all? How many are there? One, two, three, four, five, six. I guess we could we do got one three pack. rounds each. We got one pack. We go back and forth. We get in three games from all the All right, pack. well, flip your coin. Uh, so, hold on. Random coin generator. Coin flipper. Here we go. Uh, flip one right. coin. Uh, it's just, I just want a fucking coin. Heads or tails? Tails. That's heads. I don't like the way that you hesitated and then had to lean. I don't into know what screen. it is. Like fucking. Why do you don't have a coin? Canadian penny. It has two different images on the front and the back, right? Flip it. I'm gonna use a half dollar. It's on. It's on the thing. Here, heads or tails? God. Heads or tails? Tails. It's heads. I got it. Okay. All right. Going first. Uh, I am going to go with Capcom versus SNK. Ah, fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's the best one on the list. It's really good. So when they say franchise, is it everything that encapsulates that franchise? Uh, it's like you get all the games, right? I don't think so. I'm looking at it as that well. That's important because game. I would want Killer Instinct, but I don't want Killer Instinct Gold. <laughs> I ex- I don't, I don't know anything about K- Ki Gold. Is it bad? I mean, it's an N64 game, so <laughs> okay, yeah. It's... I mean, I'm gonna take because I'm I'm assuming that it's the franchise, so I'm gonna take Marvel superheroes versus Street Fighter because maybe I get Marvel versus Capcom. Okay, as well, fair. Fair. Uh, my second choice is going to be King of Fighters 2000. Fair enough. I'm going to go with Killer Instinct because I don't want the Street Fighter plus Alpha series. <laughs> and Fighting Vipers is fine. I beat you at it. I, Wasn't that the game where I played as the bear? L- let me just make this real easy for you. I want Street Fighter plus Alpha EX. Okay, then I get Fighter if Fighting Vipers then. <laughs> So what uh, I got MVs or Marvel superhero? Yeah, okay. That's fine. Those are some fucking off the wall franchises, though. Not off the wall, but like, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my okay. So, uh, pack one, pick one. Okay. The best one out of that, I feel like, is the Capcom versus SNK series, just because that has uh, the song "Tuna and Bacon." <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got that. Yep. <laughs> uh anyway. Um Wax on Wax Off says or asks, uh what are the what things do you guys l- would like to see in a future Mega Man game? Uh I you say future, I'm going to the the last mech that's Mega Man X. Uh I don't know. I think Mega Man eleven uh hit hit it pretty well but the music sucks in that game let's look at it from the standpoint of the entire franchise not just you know what do we need we probably need more like battle circuit shit i would love to see another command mission like game yeah command mission was pretty cool command mission is my shit if i can see like a sequel to that or something very similar of that Caliber. I would like to see another Mega Man X game that goes back kind of to form. Or Recon's try, Me- like... uh, X8. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like, just pretend that's that the X8 one with, didn't happen. That's the one with like the blazing hyena, right? Yeah. The one with the terrible voice acting. Yeah. The bar bar, bar whatever it was. 
It's real bad, yeah, it's, dude. It's, it's real bad. Terrible. Uh, I think. Also, it. Go ahead. It just dawned on me because uh, I don't know why, and this is totally not relating to anything we're talking about. But I just saw that Game Grumps actually got into House Party because of a contest. Like their characters and dialogue are in it. Okay. We need to reach out to Subverse. <laughs> okay. Yes. We're not nearly as big at all as Game Grumps, but that would be cool. That'd be dope. I'd yeah. I'd want it. I'd want it bad. I just want more Mega Man games, more good Mega Man games. We need more Mega Not Man games in releases. general. Like, yeah, we, we're getting collection re-releases, which is fine, but we need new games. The last one we got was Mega Man Eleven. Like, I, I just feel like they're gonna release like a fucking Battle Network collection, which would be Co- awesome. that would be great. That would be, be great, awesome. actually. <laughs> that, would that would be, be awesome, great. but it still doesn't change the fact that. It's not new. It's not. Yeah, I want command. So what you're saying is Mega Man Legends three. Mm, mm. Yeah, <laughs> that. That's what you want. Uh, those games are still so fucking weird for me. I think it's just a cult following on those games because those games should not be Mega Man games. You don't like Legends? Li- they're just so. They're just so not Mega Man, man. Oh, dude, nah. Those, like those I get it. It's great. a different Mega Man. It's a different style and all that. But like. You could just take and and I get it. Trombon's great. I love Trombon. Don't get me wrong. The serve bots are great too. Yep. But that could have been reskinned as any other any other IP, and it still would have been the same game. So, but it's not Mega Man, and because it's Mega Man, it makes it great. I guess I don't know. Anyway, oh, this is the one I'm about to fucking go off on. Oh, okay. Uh, TJ asks, "Do you eat your hot dogs with ketchup?" Well, as a God-fearing Christian, I do not eat my fucking hot dog with ketchup. Because if you eat a hot dog with ketchup, you should burn in fucking hell. Because <laughs> it's disgusting. Okay. Um, so I'm not as extreme on that, but I believe <laughs> that uh, sauerkraut is probably the best topping to go on a hot dog. Uh, I am the most southern Chicagoan that's never been to Chicago, ever. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, ketchup is nasty. Ketchup is for children. Ketchup is for I people eat ketchup that, on other things. that don't have taste buds. Uh, I like uh, Sonic when they... Remember when Sonic introduced their different hot dogs and shit that they had? Yeah. Uh, the one that they had that has the spicy mustard and the sauerkraut on it, that one's really fucking good. Delicious. Absolutely. Sauerkraut makes everything better. I will say though that neon green fucking uh, relish that the Chicago that, that you can get in Chicago is it doesn't look real, but that is some green ash relish that goes really good on a hot dog. I'll take your word for it. I don't know what it is. Get you get you a uh, get you a bun that has some celery salt and some poppy seeds on it and shit. Mm-hmm. But they throw tomato and shit on their hot dog too. It gets a little crazy. Uh, so. I don't think that works. Yeah. What was the other one? They had the chili dog. The All-American, which was the hot dog with the mustard and the ketchup. The sauerkraut one, which I don't know what that one was called. And then they had the Chicago one. But I'm also big on, like, if you don't, if you have a shitty hot dog, it just ruins the entire thing. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a good beef hot dog that has a good snap to it. Yep. And it's gonna sound weird. You need a thick one, too. <laughs> okay. Nathan's hot dog. Nathan's hot dog are my go-to for like a good hot dog. 
I don't like Nathan's. I don't. Allie, the only, my wife doesn't like them either. The only thing that I like about Nathan's is their fried chicken. But what you, what you were describing as like the best type of hot dog, that's the New York style. I've never seen the Chicago style. What is this? They put fucking pickles on it. Yeah. Uh, oh, they put hot bad. peppers pickles on actually. it, though. Yeah, they put banana. But some people would put banana or hot peppers on it. Yeah, yeah. They got they'll take out like a tomato slice, cut it in half, and put yeah. I don't, I don't two understand on there. the tomato slice. You you throw some celery salt on it, and I think it's on a poppy seed bun or something of that caliber. The San Francisco, their hot dogs are wrapped in bacon. Okay, uh, add fine. Creamy mayo and other cool toppings, uh, but nah, it's I'm essentially good. a BLT. They add lettuce and tomato. I recently, uh, so uh, there's a YouTube channel called First We Feast, the one that does hot ones and all that stuff. And uh, George Motz is like the burger guru. And he finally has made like a burger show where he like talks about, it's like a five minute show where he talks about regional burgers. Mm -hmm. And the most recent one he talked about was the, uh, shit, what was it? Oh, the slug, uh, slug burger. Okay. And, uh. It was. It originates in northern Mississippi, and it's basically hamburger meat mixed mixed in with like breadcrumbs, and then you fry it on top of you know a, t- a flat top, and uh, you put it on a white bun with mustard and pickles, and that was it. And the reason they call it a slug burger is because it used to cost a nickel, which nickels used to be called slugs. Yeah. So, but yeah, the way that like bread caramelizes and soaks up all that meat juice, it just crystallizes whenever you cook it. That's awesome, and uh, I'm uh, I might have a new favorite show that I'm watching, <laughs> dude. I fucking love burgers. I love burgers in every iteration, all that shit, man. Yeah, burgers are good, good ass shit. Uh, moving on, Mister Haru. What part of the world would you want Pokemon to represent next? Do you think we'll see a Mexico style game in the next game soon? Probably we've kind of the last one hit what the English area, Ireland, all that kind of European area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the tropical one with sun and moon. Uh, I don't really remember like the diet, like the areas where the other ones took place. So I guess Johto was very Japanese. The first four are based in Japan. I think it was Kanto, Johto, uh, Ho- is it Hoenn? That Hoenn. was that was supposed Hoenn. to be based over Hokkaido. And then the Sinnoh region, which I think is the southern region of Japan. I'm not 100% sure. Johto's the one that sticks out, though, because they actually have fucking, like, Japanese buildings and shit. Yeah. It's one of the cities and all that stuff. So yeah. that one's very Japanese. But uh, Gen 5, Yenovo, uh, was supposed to be Manhattan. Uh, Gen 6, which was X and Y, that was France. Gen 7 was Hawaii. And then Gen 8 was England. I could see Brazil or South America or something like that. I could also see Russia somewhere in that area. <laughs> I think Russia would be a little bit difficult to do. Uh, I would think that they, they also would... just had an area with a lot of cold too. So yeah, I think that they would move a little bit further south for that and try to encompass like a lot of the 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 West Asian Tropical. area. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe gotcha. like a combination between India and Pakistan and um, Mongolia, 
I think that would be interesting. Maybe even China. Yeah. I, there's a lot that you can do with China because it's a huge fucking country. Yeah. Or just make up a new one. <laughs> yeah, don't don't have it based on anything. Just make it Don't have it based on anything. Just make up a new, like, fucking weird-ass place. And put all the fucking Pokemon like, in it. Yeah, it could be anywhere. Just put all the Pokemon in it. Yep. It could be on the back of someone's asshole. I don't care. You could model it around someone's asshole. Just put all the Pokemon in it. Mm. Pokemon Call Sunfers. it the Maelstrom. The Maelstrom. <laughs> Uh, that's that's it for questions. Yeah, he didn't get him in, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to him earlier today, and he said he was going to, but I guess he forgot. Rip. It's all good. He was in the podcast with uh, Chris and Sketch. So, no excuses. No excuses. Uh, sir, what are you doing this week? Uh, well, tonight was one of my stream nights, but we went ahead and pushed that. But I will be streaming more Wonderful One Hundred and One. I am going to start having a dedicated night. I don't know if I'm going to do Wednesday because I'm. I think I'm going to steal Scotty's the way back it, way back Wednesdays, uh, or I might do like Throwback Thursdays or, or Throwback Tuesdays or something like that. I don't know. But I'm gonna have a dedicated retro night where I play some retro games, and this week I'm going to play some of the Mario Land games on the GB, the GB, the Game Boy. <laughs> cool. And besides that, next Sunday. Uh, the update for the Super Nintendo online thing for the Switch updates where we get Wild Arms and me and my buddy Busta Wolf from the Discord, we are going to be streaming uh, Wild Arms on uh, Sunday. We might, I never played the sequel. We might play because Wild Arms, I think we can beat it fairly quickly. Uh, we might do some more online games. I would like to play Kirby's Dream Course. I like that game. I think that game's fun. There's a really good version, like someone made a fan version for Game Grumps that added like 200 levels, so I would like to play those, but I don't know, we'll see. And uh, besides that, we got a watch party this Friday, which is going to be Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. So if Yeah, that's it is. That Never your, saw that. So if, that's, so if that's something that tickles your fancy, make sure to jump in our Discord if you're not already in there, and you get to see all the stupid shit we're talking about. We're being a lot more vocal in our Discord now, and it's going to be fun. What is this? Is this definitely is it still going? Yeah, postpone it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I already told Hallie we weren't going. I think she finally agreed with me. I get three hundred and eighty of my dollars back. Nice. Did um, I tell you I accidentally bought the Def Leppard shirt instead yes, of the Motley Crue shirt? Yes, you did. And I found out that it was my fault. Yes. Like I actually ordered it. Yes, you did. Uh, I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of. I think Def Leppard is great. They look like wrinkled ball sacks, dude. Uh, you didn't buy a poison shirt, and that's what matters. And no, if I'd have bought the poison shirt, it would have been better than the Def Leppard shirt, because Hallie loves poison. But Hallie would have bought the poison shirt anyway. Now we have a Def Leppard shirt that neither one of us is wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you put the old people on the shirt? Uh, oh, that's no. what it is. It's literally that picture you just sent me. It's all five of them. On the shirt in front of a Def Leppard logo. Def Leppard has so many cool logos. It doesn't even have the tour dates on the back, dude. Ew, ew, no. Why do you, why, why do you buy a tour shirt? It's, it's, it's labeled as a tour shirt, and it doesn't have the dates on the back. No, that's not of God. That's the only reason you buy those shirts. Not of God. Nikki Six looks like a fucking dad. Dude, the guitarist looks like a vampire. 
What's his name? Mick? Mick something? Uh, is it Mick Mars? No. I think so. He's fucking... He was old when the band started. Yeah. Mick Mars. He's almost 70. Yeah. He looks like an old hunched over uh, Jordan... Oh, not Jordan. Buckethead. Oh, my God. I <laughs> thought that was a mask. No, that's his face. <laughs> Look at that face. That's his face. <laughs> I told you he's a vampire. <laughs> I heard that he has like uh, a condition where he can't. Like, he has a bone disease, yeah. but he got over it. Oh, he got over it. He got over it. It's better because he's been like getting it healed or like treatments and shit like that. But dude, all I got to say is if we end up going to this motherfucker and Vince sings like he did from that 2015 concert i'm gonna fucking get on stage and beat his ass god damn it oh, he couldn't man. even sing dr feel good uh i i'm really tempted to just make that the ending music no it's legal issues you can't oh no you're talking about yeah it'll still get hit no free fair use this is a two and a half hour podcast they can't hit me for it what do you mean? There are certain uh, clauses where if you put like copyrighted material uh, and if you're going to show it off in your own work, you have to like have enough of your own content for it to not hit you. It's under fair use. Well, then we could have been using fucking copyrighted music on every one of these goddamn podcasts. I, I like giving it to the to the indie people. Don't fucking make any of the. If you do it, it, you have to rip the audio from that YouTube. Yes, and it and it has to be. Hey, the bad shit, That's what I mean. That's what I'm gonna get. If you can make it work, I don't care. <laughs> Fuck it. What are you doing? Are you doing? That's what you're doing, right? <laughs> well, no. The audit is finally over, and hopefully, oh, I don't okay. get dragged into this other audit because that's a thing. You're gonna. Uh, the video. My focus this week is the video. So, gotcha. Now that the audit is over, I can pick that back up. You gonna change your Discord from Do Not Disturb? <laughs> My do do not disturb the entire week. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got, ladies and gentlemen. All right. We are out. Shit. So <laughs> we are out. What?